Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Applications subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Hey, it's me, your barista. You know how you come in almost every day for our cold foam coffee? Well, now there's an easy way to foam at home with new International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. And it's foaming delicious. New International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. Now in stores. It's foaming delicious. Have you heard about the Drunken Peasants Patreon? It helps support the show while getting use of cool perks. Check it out! For $1 per month, you get to use our exclusive fan chat that appears at the bottom of the screen on every episode. For $5 per month, you get two new private shows, including Actual Mania, as well as our back catalog of private shows, plus all lower tier perks. For $10 per month, you get all of our monthly video content. This includes multiple post shows, our monthly reviews, our back catalog of all that content, plus all lower tier perks. For $15 per month, your name will appear in the ending credits of each DP episode, plus all lower tier perks. For $25 per month, you get to take part in our monthly booking committee hangout to help us book our Patreon content for that month, plus all lower tier perks. For $33 per month, you get an exclusive piece of DP merch each month, plus all lower tier perks. For $50 per month, you appear in the opening credits for each DP episode, plus all lower tier perks. For $100 per month, you get to join us as a guest on an episode of the Drunken Peasants Podcast. Plus, you guessed it, all lower tier perks. Visit patreon.com slash dp now to become a patron of the Drunken Peasants Podcast. In the beginning, there was nothing. And then there was the Drunken Peasants Podcast. I gotta get away this. Say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on you, man. I don't have facts to back this up. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes I cry. Oh! Lick my butthole, he laughed. <laughs> From the strangest corners of the internet to bring you opinions of the world from an altered perspective. Here are your hosts, the Drunken Peasants. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Drunken Peasants Podcast, episode 1272. And we're back again, doing it live on a Tuesday. This is a Tuesday, but this is the second show of the week. And as you can see, we are already 25% of the way to our goal. Thanks to everyone who has helped us get this far. Please like the stream. Send us a couple bucks throughout the stream. Let us know what you think of whatever we're watching. Give us your opinion. Everyone's going to see it. It's going to be enshrined permanently in the annals of DP history on this live stream. You, Your comment will be read out live. 
1272. In our DP'd annals. Yeah, in, in the annals of your DP. Uh, I, I had a chat GPT write me an essay the other day, and they used the word annals. And yeah. ever since then, I've been I've added that word to my vocabulary. Were you cheating on a at a, at a college uh, paper? Like, why why do you have him write you an essay? Uh, I was just playing around with it, you know, seeing oh. what it could do. And I was like, I was like, write an essay about Andy Kaufman's appearance with Jerry Lawler on the David Letterman show. <laughs> and it wrote like a whole essay about it. It was great. And then I did I did another one. Uh, it was, uh, what did it say? I said, where is it? It was, uh, write a short story about Barack Obama time traveling to ancient Egypt and helping King Tut institute a universal basic income, but aliens come and try to stop him. Then Obama travels further back in time to capture and tame various dinosaurs so he can bring them back to Egypt to help him defeat the aliens and bring universal basic income to ancient Egypt. Sounds like you wrote a short story. Well, that was, they wrote a whole, it wrote a whole story based on that. And it's pretty sweet. (laughs) Barack Obama, uh, dino taming UBI ambassador is basically what it was. Interesting. Yep. I know everyone out there is like, I would read that. Yeah, everybody right now is uh, they're they're pre-ordering it. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait until Chat GPT just writes you uh, erotic fan fiction of yourself. Yeah, I mean, I could probably do that. I think it could. Oh no, no, actually, no. It's like PG only. It does like PG only stuff, and it won't we'll have to break that. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Psst. Hey, it's me, your barista. So you know how you come in almost every day for our cold foam coffee? Yeah, well, I might be putting myself out of a job by telling you this, but now there's an easy way to foam at home with new International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. With three new foaming flavors, French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, who could blame you if you stopped coming in altogether? Yeah, it's that foaming delicious. You're welcome. New International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, now in stores. It's foaming delicious. And it won't say, like, mean things about people. Usually it'll say, like, they got embroiled in controversy, and that'll be, like, all they really say about I it. I bet the retarded pink polar bears were in charge. They oh. were. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, Gail Cord Schuler. Oh, my God, yeah, it was one of those days I was streaming alone, and uh, Jeff Holiday popped in the chat, and he's like, watch this Gail video, and he told me which one to watch. And it's kind of the new Popeyes one. Like, it's, like, the... Like the latest Popeyes, actually, they do go to Popeyes in it too. So, it's <laughs> the chicken is delicious. 
It is. It is delicious. Uh, it's. It, I have to go all the way to Renton to get Popeyes. It's very sad. Uh, it's it's weird because gentrification brings less good fast food options to you. Yeah, but more good regular food options. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, you're right. You're right. Everyone, please like the stream. If I don't, if I don't say it, people won't do it. It works. Please like the stream, and we're going to in just a moment here move on to. Uh, Something I had hoped wasn't the case. Uh, Uh Oh, do you know about this? Did you hear about this? No, but if it's something you didn't want, then it's got to be terrible. Uh, I mean, like as much as I goof on Cobra, I want him to not completely fuck up. I don't want to completely fuck up. Yes. Yes, he did. He did. Uh, he had the opportunity with Puff to show his trolls that they're that they were overreacting and that he could actually take care of a living animal. Uh, and you know what? It would have been one thing if he would have just woke up one morning and Puff was just dead, and he would have and and you know he did everything on his staff. If he it, like oh, no. if he if he kept the cage clean and Puff had all the food he needed and all the the, the heat and everything was good. And Puff just died. That's that's one thing. But now, uh, due to social media posts from Cobra's sister, we now know how, how and why Puff is missing. And it's not uh, it's not flattering to Cobra. His uh, sister? Yep, he has a sister. He has two sisters, actually. He has a sister. Uh, he has a... I think he has a half-sister. Yep. He has like one half sister, and then I think he might have a full sister, too. Um, I'm pretty sure his dad and his stepmom have a kid, and then he has a sister through his biological mom and his dad too. Uh, but it's his his sister's not much younger than him. I think she might be like a little bit younger than him. Oh, well, they're both half sisters. They're both half sisters. I didn't know. We're hearing about we're hearing about the sisters. I didn't know about Puff. Did Puff Puff pass? More than likely. We don't uh, know. If I had to bet everything I own, I would say yes. I would say I'm ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure that Puff has passed. I feel like you were screaming no at me in German. I was. It it two birds with one stone. Two puffs with one stone, if you will. So this is a this is a social media post from King Cobra's sister Tiana Saunders. Tiana Saunders, this is Josh's sister. Yes, younger sister, half sister. Yes, she says, "Hello, all. Just wanted to update on the bearded dragon situation. All of the posts ended up being fake. Yeah, the puff so, has still not been found. Yeah, so there were trolls being like, we found this bearded dragon, but obviously it, they weren't real. So obviously." The guy, Henry, claimed to have him and would take him to Metro, but did not. He then told my brother that Puff died overnight, and instead of returning to us, he threw him in the river. <laughs> that's, that's torture. It is me. This entire situation is heartbreaking and devastating, watching my brother be tormented by these false hopes. We are still out looking every day. 
If you've picked him up, please return him home. I will update if he is found. Thank you all for tagging me in the post and trying to help. We will bring Puff home. All right, so this is this next screenshot is where I'm like, Cobra fucked up. All right? Um... So Kyle Julio, this stone is very inappropriate considering the sad news about Puff. It's highly inappropriate. I don't know. Maybe Jared could have taken care of him better. Kyle says, did he let the lizard free roam? What does he have for heat in the apartment? Maybe he slid into ventilation. Uh, Tiana well, Saunders says he took him outside and Puff took off. He took him outside and like just set him down. And let him take off in November in Casper, Wyoming. But here Tiana says it was an honest mistake. Uh, he was riding around on his shoulder and they went outside. And so, as, so soon as they were outside, the lizard took off. There was no malicious intent at all. I, I, I'm not saying there's malicious intent. There's negligence and incompetence. Not malicious intent. Incompetence and negligence is what it is. And then he ran into the bushes. He's the same color as all the bushes and grass, which makes it more difficult to Let's spot him. sugarcoat it. Puff got caught in a bogrito and Cobra ate Puff. That's not what happened. It's funny to say that. Cobra didn't want to kill Puff. He's just, he's not fit to own a pet. I, w- I was hopeful that he would be successful in this. I, I, I wanted him to stick it to the people that thought he would just fail at this, but he failed. He failed. You don't let an animal, especially in, in the win- like near the winter time, like it's almost winter, at like in a place where it gets below freezing, and now it's like getting in the teens at night. You shouldn't have taken him outside anyway. Let alone let him run off. You should be like holding him in your hands and not letting him run away. So it's it's just like he should not have a pet. He should not get Josh another has pet. a whimsical trust in the universe. I don't think he expected this to happen at all. He was jinxed by the internet. No, this is his fault. Everybody it's not the jinxed internet. him. No, nope. His own bad choices. That's what it is. It's not the internet's fault. Uh, I, for one, was not a part of the people who jinxed him. Okay. Um. So here's uh, here he is. Cobes new mead flavor. You can that's not true. You can see how upset he is here in this video. Well, we got ourselves a wine update. This is that cherry peach banana mango mead I've been making for the last 10 days. Whoever edited this really should have put Puff's face inside the jar there. As it got close, there's so like a, a puff, like ah, it's Boglum Chronicles. Uh, Boglum should have done it. Listen to how devastated he sounds, though, man. It, you know, in his last video, he was like, "I don't know if I'll ever be happy again," and now the next day, he's like, "Oh, here's the meat tubes." <laughs> he found his smile, and we're gonna filter it into a uh, clean jar. Ugh. This looks like vomit. Fun, Fun fact, fact: I'm still missing. Well, Josh is worried about his closet booze. Well, the closet booze didn't run off, Puff. (sighs) He should make some top ramen mead. (laughs) 
with the chicken flavored uh, seasoning packets in it. Oh God! What would be the best flavor to go along with honey wine? Top ramen powdered chicken would flavor. The, would it be the chicken flavor? What? Well, okay, so there's chicken, beef, and seafood or shrimp. Is it called shrimp or seafood? I think there's shrimp, oh, and then the there's oriental. To lead the oriental. From Mama JF. He said he won't come back till she's safe and sound. Yeah, thank uh, you. Yeah, we 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 have kind of created this narrative that Puff ran away to to be with Mama JF. He was very offended by Cobes, uh, you know, non-related, alive human. He was really mad about the human part. Because he's love, you idiot. He's love. Gotta finger bop that blue tape. Take the lid off and have a smell of it. (laughs) Gotta get a whiff. Look at all the shit that's like I I don't even know the name of it. I'm not an expert on this shit, but it's the thing that you use to like burp fermenting alcohol. I I don't uh, whatever it's called. But look at all the shit that's like clogged up in there. He needs to clean that shit. See, it looks like mold up towards the top. Uh, You know, like as much as I I'm entertained by him and he is a nicer guy than a lot of the people we watch. Like, he might need someone to take care of him. Like, he might need a caretaker of some kind. Yeah, like a big-boobed goth caretaker that likes to bang. No, that's not happening. (laughs) That's not happening. That's what he needs. I don't think so. I I, I think he would find a way to fuck that up. That was a little uh, suggestive. fuck that all the way up. No, I need a clean knife. Something to scrape the fruit out. Put it in here. In many ways, I blame Clint. I think Clint should probably already knows his son really isn't fit to live alone. But it's it's Clint is kind of in midlife crisis mode, so he doesn't want to have to deal with a thirty-two-year-old son that needs being taken care of you know he's going on vacation to the uk and ireland and shit uh it was funny because Cobes was talking about like he was gonna go i'll be his sugar daddy yes fish tacos you could do this do do your thing i mean if you if you if you really want to do that i have a feeling uh it it might not a big booby goth nurse everyone please like the stream oh my god look at the congealed topping of that. I'm going to try pouring the liquid through here. Don't do it, Cobes. Don't fucking do it. I I think he's gotten better at this where it doesn't overflow and spill everywhere, which is good. So he is he, he's learning, but I don't, I'm not so sure this shit is would pass like a health inspection. It looks like strawberry banana afterbirth. Yeah. I like to strain the fruit out of my mead after 10 days. It's like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, so don't mind me. 
Roger Wilco okay. says he makes 3K a month in donations but can't make $750 rent because of his DoorDash addiction. Uh, his DoorDash addiction is entertainment. He wouldn't make that 3K Hold a month on. if he no, was no, 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 no. garbage. No, no, no. I disagree. The the DoorDash you're talking about is the shit the trolls send him. That is entertainment because it's gross, fucked up, all sauce sandwiches and all that. The shit he orders on DoorDash, not so much. It's not so well, much. He always orders cool food reviews. I don't agree. And and plus, yeah. entertainment isn't worth having your bank account in the negative constantly. Uh, he's got to do what he's got to do. He, him and Hassan Piker work very hard for the money. Hassan Piker is a multimillionaire. Yeah, that's what Hassan Piker probably has over. never had a bank account in the negative. I guarantee you Hassan gets DoorDash more than King Cobra. Yeah, Hassan Piker can afford it. What, what's your point? I'm saying the world is uh, cruel, and if Hassan Piker had his social, his social way, King Cobra would get the same amount of DoorDash Hassan Piker got. Cool. Going on, I've been like a bit of a nervous wreck, to say the least, but I will. Things will get better. I got a good feeling. That's a really pretty color of wine, too. I like that. Beautiful pink wine. I mean, it's it's, is, the, it's a it's an appetizing color. I I wonder what it smells like. You know, Pink Panther coming along nicely. Tubes. Fun fact: bearded dragons tend to be friendly, docile, and tolerant of humans. They are, yeah. Until they run away and break your heart. <laughs> to lose a bearded dragon, one would have to be severely regarded. So, like, I've had caged pets before i would never take them outside like i've had guinea pigs hamsters mice i used to like rescue feeder mice i'm like oh you know i i would i would keep a little feeder mouse as a pet for a couple years until it died and then i get a new one i'd be like i'm saving you today you're not going to get eaten by a snake Uh, i'm going to take care of you and you're going to live and get fat and live like way longer than you were supposed to but I would never take it outside because it would get away and die. They're too dumb to know that they're dependent on you. The dogs are a little different. I mean, some dogs run away, but most dogs are like so dependent on you. They know they shouldn't leave. You know, um, a bearded dragon is no different. He shouldn't have been taking it outside in the winter anyway. But even if it was warm outside, first of all, bearded dragon should be kept over 70 degrees all the time. Uh, but. Either way, he shouldn't be taking it outside. He was careless with with the... It's funny that he hadn't mentioned that in his streams either. We needed his sister to tell everybody that that happened. I mean, he's afforded his privacy. So it's going to scrape out the fruit. We'll just strain it in there. I used an entire packet of turbo yeast... Social media, it is a uh, 48 hour yeast that ferments the wine into like 14% alcohol by volume in like 14 hours. Have we seen him get drunk off of his mead yet? Has, has, I've has seen him drink yet? it. I've seen him drink it. He was, yeah, at, I, just, I don't know. He was saying, he's talking about the percentage, and it's like, have we actually seen him drink it and get wasted? I've seen him drink it and pretend like he got wasted. Like it didn't because mm. I've seen him actually wasted and it wasn't like that. It wasn't like slurring your speech, like forgetting what you said two seconds ago wasted. So I yeah. don't I don't think it it's really uh, 
I don't. Th- yeah, I'm. I'm not. It is turbo yeast, though. It is supposed to yield like a lot of alcohol in like ten days. So I don't know for sure. But to me, it didn't really seem like he was really getting drunk off of it because I've seen him get drunk so many times, and he seemed way more controlled than he does when he's like super shit faced. So I don't know. There might be a little bit of alcohol in it because he is using yeast and everything. Um, but he also probably has a pretty high tolerance, right? Uh, yeah, I, I don't I know. Think... I just wondered if it was working. Yeah, I don't know. And people in the chat keep saying sister. He's talked about having sisters before. There was one time he like got stranded somewhere and his sister had to come pick him up. He's told that story before. He has sisters. He has one that's like younger, I think like a minor still, and then he has one that's like a little bit younger than him. That's like in her 20s. Yeah. Pretty right. sure I remember telling a story about his sister getting stuck in the dryer. Excuse me. Blah. In 48 hours. Blah. Sorry. I meant to say 48. My bad. But yeah, this turbo yeast will uh, ferment the alcohol out to 14% by alcohol volume in like 48 hours. And if you give it a week... It'll poof out to like 20%. Feel Good Archives says that's the point. It's the liquid that separates. That's why he's filtering out the fruit. I feel like you guys know this, but I'd try that mix of his. Hell yeah, feel good. You got to go chug one with Coves. This looks way better than a lot of the stuff he's made. There was some that just looked like diarrhea, like the weird chocolate chip cookie water that he was making. That looked gross. This looks like pink lemonade or something, but I'm honestly... I don't know who just made that comment, but have you seen his food? I mean, I, I, I'll, this looks more appetizing than the other ones he's made. I'll say that. By volume. So I uh, literally gave it the same. What you call, uh, I gave it uh, 10 days. Uh, made a mess not as bad as the other times though where he just like spilled shit everywhere yeah he's getting better and better at this I hope that the meat actually gets him fucking wasted I made a mess He got. He's getting more out of there. There you go, King. Every last drop. And then there was the one meat he made that looked like a jar of cum. I don't remember yeah, what that, that was. Good. Yeah, it was so thick. Wasn't that the Cookie Monster meat? It might have been. When he was making it, it looked like diarrhea. Uh, but yeah, then it got all weird and thick. I must, it must've been all the honey that he put in. I got most of it out. There's stuff at the bottom of it where it's all just like the yeast and like the rotten fruit. Although the fruit's not rotting, it's fermenting. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not fat, I'm big boned. You take all that fermented fruit, crush it up. 
like, blend it and then make a sorbet out of it. That's all the liquid that I can get out of it. Fun fact, non-wild bearded dragons can survive without a heat lamp for up to 72 hours in cold temperatures. It's way over 72 hours. <laughs> it's it's like almost 10 days. I wonder if they have like a laundry room or something that Puff could have wandered into and is chilling. Tonight, it's currently 26 degrees yeah, Fahrenheit in Gasper, well in the danger zone for young Puff. Under 70 is a danger zone. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Hope the mead turns out good. Well, Puff, I got to be honest. You shouldn't have ran off. Wash her out. That's like half a jar of my homemade mead. I hate how he uses his clothes to wipe up shit. And then he keeps wearing the clothes, and you'll see him wear the same shirt for, like, the next month. And he uses it to, like, blow his nose in and, like, wipe up messes and shit. Yeah, it's just a little tropical blast. All the liquid's been strained out of it. Not too shabby. But that's not going to do shit for us, folks. So He's using like, his jacket now to wipe shit up. Does he not have... a Carhartt. He needs, like, a paper... He needs, like, paper towels or even just, like, a rag. is Like, even a dirty rag that he uses all the time is better than his shirt. That's a, that's a Carhartt, it. isn't it? That's, that's, a, that's a good wiping. Uh, yeah, it smells delicious. I ain't gonna stunt, yo. So we're gonna add. Cobra some looks like he's perpetually coming back from Vietnam. Yeah, but he's so young that it would have been like his grandfather that would have went to be to Vietnam. He's just he's just been coming back for a long time. Filtered <laughs> water. I don't like how he adds water to make it to like fill the jar, but he's just watering it down. <laughs> it's funny how he's using bottled water. Only the best. <laughs> they got him that bottle now of water. I pour myself a glass, it'll still be full. Like I said, that 48 hour turbo yeast will give you. Uh, 14% alcohol by volume in, like, 48 hours. But then, if you let it ferment for a whole week, you'll get 20% alcohol by volume. I don't, I don't get the, like, let's drink some of it now that we just made it, too. Like, that's not how alcohol works. <laughs> volume in, like, a week. But I let Fun fact about it. the same amount of time I've been out in the cold. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. In there for like. Uh. For like at least 10 days. <laughs> he needs a fucking oh ladle. Oh my dude. god! <laughs> Get him a ladle. <laughs> he like overflowed it. What? Ah! Get him a ladle. And I spilled it all over the place. Yeah, we saw. Having you a can, goddamn beer bash over here, Josh. You can hear it like dripping from the countertop onto the floor. Some for That's how you know Puff, she's a good right? girl. I will find Puff. Uh, Just gotta keep looking. I mean, Hell yeah. if there's stray cats in your neighborhood, they probably found Puff first. 
if I know Puff, Puff found a very warm place to hide out and chill. A cat's stomach. Could we try picking this up without making a mess? Fuck's sake. Let me grab a towel. It's a really sh pretty shade of pink, too. I like that. That's nice. Nice and pretty. Pretty. I make pretty wine. I'm coughing. I'm going to find Puff. I just got to keep looking. Pound for pound, house cats are very deadly predators. Like, out, out and about. I, I watched something about, like... How house cats take down a lot of animals, like, and for its size, they're, like, one of the most efficient predators out there. It's kind of surprising, because they're so, like, cute and docile when they're your pet. But when they're out hunting all day, they'll fuck up. They'll fuck up some birds and some, like, whatever, whatever the smaller animals are in the area. It's, it's crazy how efficient Sounds they are. Sounds like a bully to me. I'm doing everything I can to look for the guy. He just jumped off my fucking shoulder and took off like a typical Damn. wild animal. Think like everything you've ever loved, animal. Cobes. God damn it. You cannot, literally, you cannot make them do anything. You know? I'm saving that, uh... That homemade wine for Ozzy Osbourne's birthday, so if I don't have any... <laughs> That, that's the concern right now. Any alcohol to toast off the Prince of Darkness on his birthday, then fucking at least I'll have some made. That's what I'm saying. The only genuine emotion I've ever seen from Cobra is anger. Like It's hard for him to experience emotion because of his Asperger's. But why anger then? Why is anger so easy? Uh, anger is the one that boils over. Uh, it's the one that we physically see. Sadness boils over too, though. And 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 rate. Well, I don't think he's happy enough. I think he's living a life of m malcontent. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's just an observation. I like I've seen absolute rage from him, but he had to be like br blackout drunk for it to happen. But I've never yeah. seen like genuine laughter or even sadness. I've seen some crocodile tears from him a couple times, uh, but it seemed more performative. It, like rage is literally the only genuine emotion I've ever seen from if, him. If Josh had as many people showing him love and affection as he has showing him anger and rage, we would see him boil over in happiness. I, I don't think so. That's how love works. Nope. Nope. Well, YouTube, cheers. As Let's someone who has taste. loved before, I can promise you that's how love works. Whenever someone starts a sentence as as someone, you know they're full of shit. Because otherwise they just say what they want. They wouldn't try to use their own experience as to bolster their argument. As someone who has used his own experience cheers to, to make finding points, Puff alive and safe, I assure huh? you, you can do that. That's how you know he's full of shit. I'm the most honest YouTuber, Ben. Especially the most honest drunken peasant. That's a lie. Hmm. That's a fact. That is uh, tasty. I can taste the mango and I... Uh. <laughs> 
that's a mango. See, that's a that's a smile. That's happiness, Ben. That is not a. He's smile. happy. That that's a happy smile. smile. The cherries, the peaches, and a little bit of that banana. Didn't quite taste what I... Yeah, he did, like, lose half a tooth of one of his, like, top front teeth. Like, half of it's gone. I was... That's gone, and Puff is gone. Puff <laughs> he took lost... it with him. Yeah. I think it tastes like... When I tried the wine, it needs a little bit of sugar. So we're gonna do that real quick. Grab our cup... Are those animal cookies? No, there's more sugar. Aren't those? Oh, I agree with you that they're cookies, but people call them crackers, animal crackers. But they are way more cookie-like. You know what I'm well, saying? They, they originated as animal crackers that were cookies, right? They're called animal crackers, but when you eat them, they taste more like cookies. But you know, they're almost graham cracker-like. But a graham cracker is like a sweet cracker, which is kind of cookie-ish. But yeah, no, they started out more crackery, and then they added the fucking coating and everything on them, and that made it even more cooker, cookiery. But they were originally they, like little graham cracker cookie things without all the fucking uh, pink and white coating and sprinkles on them. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking just the plain, almost cardboard-like animal crackers. They're yeah. more, they're more like cookies because they're sweet in taste, uh, but they're oh. they call them crackers. I wonder if they originated without the sweetness and they just made animal crackers originally and then they evolved so. into the sweetness and then they evolved into the sugar-coated, sprinkled shit. I don't but yeah, believe graham so. crackers are in the name. Crackers and graham crackers. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, they kind of taste like graham crackers a little bit. Like, they have a sweeter flavor to them than, like, obviously, like, saltines or something like that. You know another thing I don't get that I'm going to say right now? What's why that? why do we put uh, uh oyster crackers in clam chowder? Shouldn't they make like clam crackers to put in clam chowder? Why is it oyster crackers? Were they originally crackers? served with oysters? No, I think you put them in clam chowder. I, I think we're going to have to pull up the Wikipedia on animal crackers and on oyster crackers. And Let's get, get through this shit and then we'll look at it. God damn it. God damn it. It tastes pretty fine, but we can uh... we can learn, Ben. Look at all that sugar. Let's pour in 10,000 calories oh, worth oh, of sugar. Oh, oh, oh. Stop, stop, stop. Ah! It's foaming up. It's foaming up because there's yeast in there. And he just added sugar to <laughs> this is It's crying. mead, baby. That, that jar has shown more emotion than I've ever seen Cobra show emotion. Cobra is a tactical human being. Emotion doesn't make its way into his life as often as it could. So he filled it all the way to the top with water, which he shouldn't have done, and then he added sugar to it, which yeast will feed off of sugar. I'm gonna keep looking for Puff. We'll find him. Sorry, I'm bud. About it. Never give up hope, Cobes. Fun fact: I'm a bearded dragon popsicle by now, Josh. But thanks, anyways. Well, Josh loves bearded dragons. Never seen me to popsicle, but I'm sure he could learn to love he a should, dragon popsicle. He should be heavily dissuaded from getting another pet. Wine, one out, we're gonna add two. Well, this wasn't this Watch pet a gift from like Homeboy Ian. Yeah. But he should have been like, no thanks. I shouldn't 
I don't have time for a pet or whatever. But yeah. yeah in the but, moment, you don't think of that. Dude, you, you assume Cobra thinks like you do. He does not. Like he's and not. you assume the worst. No, I don't. I just, at the beginning of this whole segment, I said I wanted to think that Cobra could show that he could be a responsible pet owner. So, no, I don't assume the worst. If if I lost a pet, the last thing I would need is everybody online judging me while Sorry. I mourn my loss. Sorry. Doesn't seem like you're genuinely sorry, Ben. It's not foaming up. I'm not. No, I'm not sorry. I'm saying it sarcastically. So, yeah, that's why. Sarcasm is a rude emotion. It's not an emotion. Pour the rest of the sugar in here. Uh, let's see. Uh, fish tacos tonight gave us $10. I don't know why it didn't come through, but it said, Fun fact, cats kill 1.3 to 4 billion birds a year. Yeah, I believe it. They're they're very proficient hunters. And they don't have to worry about survival like house cats that because they're taken care of at night and everything and then people just like let them run wild out on nature. There's like less than a third. They literally of just kill for fun, not not for food. How many times is he going to spill it and then have to refill it? Has this <laughs> happened more than once? He should stop refilling it all the way if he's going to add more stuff to it. Last night I tried a little glass to see how it tasted. I'll try a sip with the sugar and see if that helped improve it a bit. There we go. That is perfect. Add more sugar and yeast to it. That is delightful. I don't get the point in tasting it before it ferments, because that's what you're going for. Like, when people make beer, they don't take a sip of it before they start the fermentation process. Do they not taste it as it goes through to see if they should add anything to it? No, not usually, because they have, like, a recipe, so they already know what they should add to it. Well, yeah, he's not going off a recipe, though, so he you might will, be chefing around. You will around. defend him no matter what he does. Yeah, yeah I don't have to defend him. He's living help. his life. I just don't have to attack him night. either. I'm not attacking Facebook him. I'm commenting on what he does. It was all right, As but it didn't I. have that sweetness to it, you know? We got our, uh, our homemade cherry peach banana mango wine is ready to go. Save that for Ozzy Osbourne's birthday. <laughs> when is Ozzy's birthday? Well, after Wikipedia, that as well. We have animal crackers, oyster crackers, Ozzy's birthday. We gonna learn something. Ozzy's birthday is December third, nineteen forty-eight. Day is a day after Britney Spears' birthday. Cobra can do a twofer if he gets that pink punch ready. And... Pescator says Cobra thinks he's a pro winemaker. He also thinks he's a wizard, makes magic wands, and casts spells. One of these he might actually be closer to. I can't tell you which one. Animal crackers. Let's see. Egghead says he cares more about Osborne than he does about that damn bearded dragon. Wow, Egghead, I thought you of all people would have 
appreciate when something you love leaves you. Uh, An animal cracker didn't leave is a particular. Him. It didn't leave him, by the way. He fucked up and let it run away. Uh, yeah, animal cracker. One way to look at it. It's is a particular truth. type of cracker. Baked in the shape of an animal, usually an animal either at a zoo or a circus, such as a lion, a tiger, a bear, oh my, or an elephant. The most common variety is light-colored and slightly sweet, but darker chocolate-flavored and colorful frosted varieties are also sold. Although animal crackers tend to be sweet in flavor like cookies, they are made with a layered dough like crackers and are marketed as crackers and not cookies. So that's why they're made with a layered dough like crackers. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's the the type of dough, but yeah, it is sweet like a cookie. Place of origin, England too, which is like in 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 the UK, a cookie is called a biscuit. There, yeah, that's why the over on the Barnum's Animal Cracker list below they say type. It says biscuit slash cookie. Yeah, makes sense. That's the type of cracker. And what was the other thing we were looking up? We got to look up oyster. Crackers. Oh, oh yeah. Which, strangely enough, in the UK, in London, your transit pass is called the Oyster Card. Hmm. I don't know why. Oyster Oyster crackers are small, salted crackers, typically rounds about 15 millimeters, five-eighths of an inch, in diameter, although a slightly smaller hexagonal variety is also common. Oyster crackers are often served with oyster stew and clam chowder. And have I didn't know about oyster similar stew. Similar to salting crackers. I didn't know about so, yeah. oyster stew. My, like the earliest reference I remember to this, there was an episode of the Three Stooges where Curly's trying to eat oyster crackers and uh, out of some clam chowder, but the clams are still alive and they're eating the oyster crackers before he can scoop them up. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. So the oyster crackers are popular in northeastern United States where they're served as an accompaniment to soup and in Cincinnati area where they're frequently served with that city's distinctive chili. Ah, yeah. Yes, it's true. You do. If you go to Skyline Chili, you get a little packet of oyster crackers on the side. So, yeah, I guess they're oyster crackers because uh, probably oyster stew predated the clam chowder. I have no idea. I mean, they're, they are more in the shape of an oyster. Okay, so etymology down there. The origin of the term oyster cracker is unclear, but it may have been they were originally served with oyster stew or clam chowder or possibly it looks somewhat like an oyster in a shell. I agree Other with names that include water cracker, Philadelphia cracker, and Trenton cracker. Hmm. I'm glad we're not on Twitch right now. We might get, a, get banned for this whole segment. I said it with the A at the end for <laughs> Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not clear. Uh, I don't know which came first, oyster stew or clam. I mean, it's hard to tell. I mean, they're both just hearty soups, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think um, it's uh, I think it's it's interesting. It could it could be with the oyster stew and it could be because they're semi shaped like an oyster. It looks more. It definitely looks more like an oyster. Sure. Like the it's almost like a diamond shape almost with flat tips. And if this. If this company, the Westminster Cracker Company, has been making oyster crackers since 1828, I think um, we might we might go a little further and look up oyster stew, and then look up clam chowder and see All right, what. So oyster comes up stew, there. clam chowder. Here we go. Now this is from stew. This is oh shit. Sorry, but yeah, I think it probably. I, I, so I think it probably just takes us to stew. From it does. Stew. It does. And then clam chowder actually has its own page. Yeah, I wonder when century. clam chowder. 
Yeah, stew was definitely predates clam chowder, right? So clam I would chowder imagine is they were almost oyster stew. You're prior. imagining? Well, I I don't know. There's no way to know. Um, I, I and I don't. Stew's been around for longer than 18th century, right? I have no idea. Well, stew in general. Well, hold on though. <laughs> stew in general, sure, but how do we know that there was oyster stew? Like you're saying, just stew in general, and that could be anything that could be vaguely. Labeled as stew. I think if clam chowder came about in the 18th century, they probably were making oyster stew prior to that. That's all assumption. But with good reason. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Ben... Did you and Scott finish watching the Jalea Hollis interview last night? Not the whole thing. It wasn't a real interview anyway. Yeah. Do you know what that entire thing is about? You guys seem pretty dumbfounded when you watched it. Uh, It was like a promo thing. Uh, I found oyster stew on Wikipedia and it looks like clam chowder. And it's popular in the U.S. and in the Gambia, which is an African country. I actually had a guy I worked with years ago that was from there. Um, it's all his name was it's New England. So oyster stew is a New England thing. I mean, yeah, there's there's nothing here to make me assume it's older or younger than clam chowder. In many ways, it seems like it's similar and has similar origins. So, yeah, it's I, I, I'm not just going to be like, well, stew is older. So stew is definitely oyster stew is definitely older. It just it, there's oyster nothing. Oyster stew is traditionally a Christmas dish in, in the uh Southern United States. Uh-huh. Yep. And Thanksgiving in New England. Yep. Which I've never heard of it before. I, there's probably a place somewhere around here that sells it, though, because oysters are fresh here all the time. It's interesting that it's a Gambian thing, too. It's a very obscure, small African country. Off uh, the coast. Yep. All right. Uh, let's take a look at... The next thing. Yeah, yeah but the Jalaya Hollis thing, it was pretty clear to me that they were acting. Like, I don't know if it was like improv or something, but it all... The, girl, of... the girl on the couch is the actual rapper. Really? I'm 100% like, I'm convinced. Uh, if oh, you watch so... the video, halfway through the video, Jalaya Hollis on the couch, the white girl, says to her, Are you Jalaya Hollis? Are you Jalaya Hollis? And it's like, yes, she is. This is all a setup to promote her music. You're probably her friend. You guys are doing this thing. When she did the rap video where she was dropping the N-bomb on the desk in front of the old guys, they bleeped her mouth, but not the N-bomb. So she well, probably wasn't even saying the N-bomb in I've front already of seen, guys. I've seen them do that in other videos, too. Yeah, but they, it was it was. This is a weird that, Billy the Fridge conspiracy theory. It makes sense. No, it, yes, it makes sense. yes, Billy. We know all of your ideas make sense to you. No shit, and well, water's wet. Not, none of you guys could figure it out, and I figured it out. I cracked the case. Okay, man. yeah, without even we get being it. on the all show. All your ideas make perfect sense to you. We know. Uh, I, ben, I am right more often than you are. And I am wrong far less than you are. That's also a conspiracy theory. Okay, cool. I'm so, that's so awesome. 
Uh, let's take a look at this is uh, Nerdrotic versus the Marvels. So like Nerdrotic, we haven't actually watched him, but this is uh, this is a video he made about the Marvels. We have a sold out show, and I'm about to surprise the fans. I hope they recognize me. <laughs> Hi, I'm Reed. I'm Matt, one of the centers. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to welcome you all. That's not really the audience. What has all of this coalescing been like for you? <laughs> it's been a lot. Hi. Um, so are you excited to see it or like, no? No to Marvel. <laughs> the women have something to tell you. <laughs> now, I'm sure you've heard the term MCU. And yes, the term is extremely offensive, but it's also becoming undeniably true. I cannot even fathom the full circle-ness <laughs> of all of this. I try not to. It's oh extremely offensive, but it's also undeniably true. There is no MCU, but maybe there should be. This is an article from The Nerdist back on August 31st, 2022, which hasn't aged very well, but it serves a powerful purpose. The Marvel's failure is a massive win in the culture war for you and me, and we will get to that. But first, I'd like to welcome is the it, almost 900,000 Awakening Wonders out there. Lovers. That's the same uh, term that... Uh, What's his name? Russell Brand uses for his subscribers. Wake. Awakening wonders? Yes. Of all things good, dislikers of all things bad, and the 40% who haven't subscribed yet. Because as sure as the sun is going to rise in the east and set in the west, as sure as the Rings of Power Season 2 is going to be a massive failure, as sure as Disney's going to put a chicken in and make a lemon gag. We knew the Marvels was going to be a complete disaster, and the only question was how much, and it turns out it exceeds our low. You shouldn't use a ring light when you wear glasses, unfortunately. Should not do that. Expectations. The Marvels isn't just a box office bomb. It is an undeniable, catastrophic failure, and again, a win. The good news is the Marvels did bring people together, just not in the way Disney Marvel intended. Before we even get started, I want you all to make sure to stretch because I don't want you pulling a hammy on your well-earned victory laps. Now, it looks like the only people surprised by this massive, epic, catastrophic failure is the Access Media, and I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Disney Marvel and, as the Access Media calls Nia DaCosta, black female director Nia DaCosta set out to make a fun. That is something you've mentioned a lot, but they're kind of like, I guess they're using it as a slight. Well, I don't think that he's, he's saying they're pointing out that she's a black female director. Yeah. And that, I, I mean, I don't think they're using it as a slight. They're saying this is the highest grossing film from a black female director. And he's saying it. his points like, why even mention that? Like, are you that's I, I'm guessing that's what he's saying. Yeah, he's nitpicking at the fact that they're mentioning that he, he's probably thinking this failure is put on the back of a black woman director. This is why you should have white men directing movies. As Funny if white men movies have never failed. Full of heart, and I want you to remember that for later. What we ended and up getting And this isn't really a failure. A, it's just not a demonstrable success like many other Marvel movies have been. 
we're experiencing uh, Marvel fatigue with or without these guys critiquing on it. Boring, miserable film that lacked any soul. And the cope from the Access Media has been nothing short of glorious, ranging from the Marvel Cinematic Universe's audience has aged out overnight to lack of promotion due to the Film Actors Guild strike, which, in my opinion, has helped the film instead of having a $46 How million dollar opening. She wasn't able to go promote the show on late night TV all week long, hitting the target audience of of women because women are online scouring the Internet like men are. And that was part of their whole strike agreement, right? That they couldn't even. Yeah, they, promote they weren't allowed the to promote the, their movies. They weren't allowed to do any. Uh, they weren't even allowed to go fucking trick or treating and in, in, uh, in costumes based on film. Oh, you're right. I remember that. And I remember uh, I think it was like Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly pissed people off because they were in a costume or whatever. I think I saw yeah. some weekend. If Brie Larson was out there, it probably would have had a $30 million opening weekend. Is that like a personal attack or something? Yup. We've heard excuses like superhero fatigue and Quite frankly, I think it's just MCU fatigue. And then there's the old access media favorite. It's the fans fault for being racist, misogynist, sexist bigots. And then there's the other. Favorite if you watch the, the flash, media, it was you. chock full of male superstar power and it still sucked and it still didn't get numbers coming out like it's it's that's that's male non MCU superhero. And we were fatigued by that as well. We came out for James Gunn because it was a story continuation we were all a big fan of with the Guardians of the Galaxy. We we came out for other superhero movies. We came out for Wakanda Forever. We've been hit. We've been hitting and we've been missing with Marvel, and that's been a very current thing. And it seems like we seem to miss when they deviate away from the things that have been successful. But they're putting out so much stuff. I don't expect the misses to tear down Marvel. If he thinks this is a victory for the destruction of Marvel, I think they're going to catch it. They're going to they're going to catch one up on the upswing next time. They've been doing this for a while. The title to this video is so cringe. It's The Marvel's Failure is a Massive Culture War Win. That's the title. Yeah, the self-adulation for this is is funny to me. Culture war is such a cringy term to me personally. Uh, they're not fighting a war. They're just mad. Like they want uh, movies to be a certain way, and they're not. So they're mad about it. Their fathers and grandfathers went to war. This is the war they're fighting. Wow, that what and not wearing a mask for precisely the same reasons. From the Washington Examiner, the Marvels bombs at weekend box office after anti-woke backlash. From garbage tier inside the magic, the Marvels director tackles anti-woke MCU fans. And from Forbes, which is now behind a paywall, the Marvel faces anti-woke backlash after box office flop. From CBR, the Marvel's director reacts to MCU films' woke criticism. From the direct, the Marvel's director responds to woke backlash to movie. And one of my personal favorites, the Marvel's box office North America wins a special box office record. It costs $2.5 million a minute, $43,000 a second, gets slammed by anti-woke backlash, and much more. And a lot of this might sound familiar, because it is. It sounds exactly like the articles that were written back in 2019 when Captain Marvel was released. But times have changed. What worked then 
isn't working now. Our good friend Scotty Mendelson, formerly of Forbes, famous Marvel shill, and big fan of cuties, agrees. I think <laughs> what we're seeing is that the comic book superhero film, even from Marvel... Is it? Is he... Did he work on cuties? Really? He said a big fan of cuties. Oh, big fan... <laughs> Dude, why are we still doing this? Like, why are it's it's mostly on the right is like they're still using cuties to like to to kind of slander other people. Like when you say it about King Cobra. No. Oh, no, uh, I never said he actually liked cuties. I said there was a funny photoshop yeah, of it. I, I think it's a, I think it's an easy uh signal that they can do to say these guys are pedophiles, right? That's what they're going for here. Of course. And that's another cheap shot that's dumb. I don't think Cobra's really a pedophile, right? Of course, yeah. Okay. It's obviously a joke, but these guys are doing it because it's to them they get the same similar reactions. NDC are far more- Yeah, that's because there's dumb people out there where they hear so- a, a terrible accusation and they just believe it. Uh, they they err on they they decide to be cautious instead, uh, and they're like, "Well, if they really are, I can't like s- support them, right?" So it's the easiest way to slander someone's name um, is just throw that out there. Even if there's if not evidence, people are going to believe cuties, it. I don't if know. If this guy supported cuties, I want to know what he said about it. More execution dependent than they used to be. They're not. It had great cinematography. Arguably the free pass <laughs> that they got in, from 2016 to 2019. Now, I'm not so sure DC was getting a free pass, but I appreciate your honesty, Scotty, by admitting that Disney Marvel was getting a free pass. And again, it looks like that free pass has expired and it's been great. And I could read these headlines all day. And as a matter of fact, I have been. Simple Country said, Ben, they use the Bible to slander people. You're shocked by cuties. Uh, first of all, the Bible is way more vile and disgusting than cuties. Uh, there's actually worse shit in there. But even on top of that, yeah, I'm shocked by cuties because it's been around for like five years and people the are still world- talking about it like it's like still a relevant thing when nobody, nobody who cares should give a shit about it. It's old news. If you don't like it, cancel your Netflix subscription because they're, the- they're, they're the ones that have it, that they're the reason it exists. The worldwide gross of... Uh- I don't care how long it's been around. That's irrelevant. It's way more. Hold on. It's way more influential. The Bible's way more influential. Yeah, that 1500 years. It's been around. Somebody should tell Neurodronic what his friend Razor Fist did to that 17 year old girl while he was in his. The Bible's done way more damage. He cast her in a Marvel film? From the famous alt-right outlet, so the, the worldwide Reporter, gross of the Marvels is one hundred and sixty-two thousand, uh, one hundred and sixty-two million, six hundred thirty-nine thousand three hundred eight dollars. Uh, it's a, what almost two-thirds of the way towards recouping its its budget, and this is from a series of films that consistently overproduce. So this is not the fall of Marvel by any means. 
Um, the Marvel's opening to 47 to 52 million. We now know it was 46 million in new low for Marvel Studios. From Variety Box Office, the Marvel misfires with, we now know, 46 million, lowest MCU opening weekend of all time. After the Marvel's bombs at the box office, what's next for the MCU? Well, I guess the question would be, what's next for the MCU? And we'll get to that. The Marvel's meltdown, Disney's MCU seeing lowest box office opening... The Bible has been used to justify some of the most vile things that have occurred in human history. Cuties is a distasteful movie. Uh, that are you saying the Bible supports cuties? Uh I guess so. I don't know. Wow, those sick Christians. Ever at we now know forty six million. What went wrong? Aside from the fact that they spent well over a quarter of a billion dollars on this film and then released it, it turns out that the film made by diverse women, starring diverse women for women, wasn't watched by any women. I mean, could things possibly get any worse for the Marvels, Kevin Feige, and the MCU? Ancient astronaut theorists say yes. From Screen Rant. The Marvel's collapses at the box office with record-breaking second weekend drop that's worse than Morbius. The new Marvel Cinematic Universe outing the Marvel's has the worst second week drop of any comic book movie. You heard that right. The Marvel's had the worst second week drop of any comic book movie ever. Per Variety, the Marvel's box office has taken a huge hit in its second weekend after earning the lowest opening weekend of the entire MCU. It has now grossed an additional and meager 10.2 million at the domestic box office, a staggering drop of 79%. That includes an 87% drop from Friday to Friday. Currently, the Marvel's is yeah, but to have that big of a drop, it had to States. have a way bigger it, opening weekend than Morbius did. Yeah, Morbius. That was uh, Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the I, Sony Spider-Man spinoff? Okay, yeah, I haven't seen any of it. It is time for just one cohesive Marvel universe. I I can't wait until it. Kind of like with the X Men, how finally you know, uh, and the MCU has the X Men. I'm I'm hoping it all just like merges eventually and there's not i'm not sure if sony will give up its spider-man rights or not but they are seemingly letting marvel play with them so it's getting close to that Hmm. because like marvel can ultimately decide whether or not to renew the deal or they could ask for like a a disproportionate price i don't know if they can uh i don't know if the the spider-man rights were sold in perpetuity hmm yeah, yeah, and that's obviously a private contract. But if I was Marvel, I wouldn't sell it in perpetuity. That that means you're just sell- like Marvel no longer owns the character. If that's the case, it was Avi Arad, and he did it back when Marvel was about to go under, and he didn't think that the movie business was going to be something that they would get into. So uh, it could have been his mistake at the time. I would hope that. Of I mean, I would hope that that's not. It's not like permanent. Uh, Sony cause... bought the rights to Spider-Man um, in 1999 for $7 million. 
It's earned $96 million internationally for a grand total of $161 million. It is in danger of not making $100 million here in the States and possibly not making $250 million in total. Domestically, it did $2.8 million on Friday, $4.4 million on Saturday, and $3 million on Sunday. And if you look at that per theater total on Friday, it was $695 per theater, $1,092. I think you're insane to like crunch these numbers at such minute details. They love them numbers. Yeah, this is why Sturges does. Because this guy's one of Sturges' heroes. This is like they—they're all a crew of people that all kind of prop each other up, you know. Which is fine. They they know their audience. Their demographic is bitter, angry people who aren't getting what they need out of regular media. So they're feeding into these people. They're giving them an outlet for their discomfort and. they feel like they're virtuous and everything they're doing, all their views, all their donations are for the betterment of their comic books. Four dollars per theater on Sunday. <laughs> terrible. And believe it or not, things just got worse. In its second week, the Marvels finished in fourth place. But not to worry, because at least for the time being, the MCU isn't going anywhere. It's just been massively delayed. Sure, Echo is just around the corner, but I don't think that's going to make much noise. And in some time in 2025 or 2026, we're going to get the Agatha Harkness series in Ironheart. I did like her in that character. Agatha yeah, Harkness, like, she, she did very the, well. That was the very first MCU television series spinoff from the main universe, too. That was the, the first Disney+. Plus. That was the big, the big beginning to all of it. And she did very well. It was a good show. Yeah. I I, I kind of thought they were going somewhere with her character. And then I was kind of surprised that they like the when they pull up obscure characters like Agatha Harkness. I'm like, holy shit. Like, I haven't heard that name in forever. It is cool that they do that. Like Guardians of the Galaxy was a great choice, a very obscure comic uh, that not a lot of people knew about. And then they turned it into like a huge franchise. That's amazing. Yeah. On the movie front, the Captain America sequel without Captain America has been delayed because it's being completely reshot and replaced with... Pescador says WandaVision was the only kind of good Disney Plus show. Uh, You know, uh, the thing about it was is that a lot of people didn't get it at first. They tuned in and they saw, like, I Love Lucy and they were like, what the fuck is this? And a lot of people stopped watching. It was kind of a slow build when you got... When you got what it was going for, then you were like, oh, okay. And you had to be older, too, to really get it. It's like, first it was I Love Lucy, then it was like Bewitched, and then it was like the Brady Bunch, and then it was like Malcolm in the Middle. It was it was pretty crazy how they did that. Yeah, it was it was an evolution of her coping mechanisms, basically. Yeah. When she was growing up and learning English uh, through her war-torn country. She was watching these reruns and going through television, and it was her introduction to this Western world. And it was kind of a because she's telepathic and everything. Like yeah, the, the, the world around her and her traumas were big influenced by it. It was it was it was interesting. The sad thing is, the, uh, is like that whole thing was the House of M, 
And the X-Men were involved in that, in the original story of that, where she, like, creates a false reality where she has babies that aren't real and Vision gets killed and everything. Like, Magneto, because Magneto was allegedly Wanda's father. You know what I mean? So yeah. the original story of that, it would have had it would have been way better if they could have had the X-Men in it, but all this corporate bullshit ruins a lot of that, which sucks. Yeah. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. We might get a little tie-in with that here coming up now. A lot of the worlds are going to be switching together. I, I thought that the Loki series was really good. Pescator doesn't seem to think I didn't it finish was any it. good. But I thought Loki was great. It's weird because Owen Wilson, uh, you know, he's part of the MCU because of that. And then his brother was part of uh, the DCU. DCCU. Who was his brother? His brother was uh, a character in Stargirl. Uh, it was a series. It was called Stargirl. Uh, and he was oh, Stripes. Yeah. Stargirl. Uh, so Starman was a DC character. And he had like this magical wand that made him all powerful. And Stargirl was like his illegitimate daughter. And she had a staff that was made out of the same stuff as the wand. And uh, she had a sidekick. His name was, I think it was Stripes. Um, and then I, I watched a little bit of it and it's not the greatest, but it was interesting, uh, to see, to see, uh, Luke Wilson in something like that. The savior yeah. of Marvel. Pescator says Loki se- didn't end good at all in season two. I thought it ended great. I thought it was a, a great ending. I thought it was very, uh, cool. I thought the character of Loki that we've watched from the beginning, um, Ending like that, getting getting so many ups and downs throughout the Marvel MCU, getting to that point. I thought that ending was great. I could be wrong, though. I'm a fucking uh, Marvel fanboy. I went this to is, see the Marvels in theater day of. This is the character. Stripe. This is the character Luke Wilson played in Stargirl. So it's was like a old... robot in Stargirl. Yeah, it's like a guy in like a metal suit is what it is. It's it's almost like an Iron Man suit. Uh, hmm. sidekick of of the yeah. So he was the he's his he's Stargirl's stepfather because he was the sidekick of the original Starman and her father was okay. Starman. It's it's kind of an interesting. See, I, I think it might be part of like the Arrowverse. I think I, I don't know. Actually, it might. It was one of the. It was like a CW series. I binge watched it one day where I had nothing better to do. I just kind of like watched it all, like all three seasons of it in one day. Pescator uh, says he was the Loki of 2012 New York War, not Endgame Loki, 
but he saw the glimpses of who Endgame Loki was when he had his uh, his um, review of life segment, and that was enough to spark that that hungry. 2012 New York war Loki that wanted to take over the world to actually become the man that took over everything to be the king. You got to be the king and Loki chose to sit on that throne. That was fucking dope. I thought well featuring the Fox X-Men, a film that has yet to complete principal photography. Thanks to the film actors guild strike and is due out in July, but I'm rooting for it and not to pile on the Marvels too much. Oh, who the hell am I kidding? Of course I want to pile on the Marvels. There was something else I know that sounded kind of pervy right there. Of I don't course know. I want to pile on the course Marvels. Noticed. Of course I want to leave hot, steamy, milky white bird poop dumps on the Marvel. I kind of feel like Brie Larson is a, a very good looking woman and maybe like they hate her so much because they all want to fuck her but she would never fuck them. I don't know. She, uh, I, I, I just I, I don't know. Brie Larson is a good looking woman. Uh, she said things that were She's dumb. Directly confrontational to their ideals. Yeah. She she's not she's not fan serving the, yeah. the the nerdy boys the way well, some women in comics have before. I will and say that pisses I, them off. I will say like when you're in a movie, you should be promoting the movie and not shitting on the movie that you're in. I don't know. It kind of I don't know. I I, I kind of get the whole like I I'm here because I get paid, uh, but I actually hate the movie that I'm in almost to a degree. Or I hate. I don't think she even hates it. I think she's uh, hates the fan backlash. Yeah, she's okay. Going about it in a way that makes her unlikable to those fans, but it also makes her kind of strong to uh, women who are like fuck guys who judge us, and also to guys that aren't intimidated by powerful women. We don't give a fuck how she acts. <laughs> We're like, that's great. Say what you want to say. We're going to be over here playing fucking uh, with our Wolverine action figures. We'll come out and watch the Marvels because we like comic book shit. We like cape shit. I had the Escador says, I'm just confused on how Loki saved the multiverse by grabbing weeds. LOL. Spoiler alert. I saved my multiverse by grabbing weed all the time. Exactly. <laughs> Spoiler alert for those of you that haven't seen. Loki was connecting the strands of time, of timelines that were being broken apart. And he had the power of, of the god Loki to take those strands of time and bind them and hold them together. The, the, the strands of time he could, he could hold together while all the others were separating and falling apart. He saved what he could of time and he held them together, connected them with his god power. God Loki held that shit together, man. Those timelines were going to go into nothing if not for him. He saved what he could. He grabbed those weeds, man. The article about the Marvel's director, how the Marvel's got its blurred girl energy. By the way, blurred means black nerd. I think a better headline would be how the Marvel's got its fake geek girl energy. Nia DaCosta ignored the haters and made the movie her teenage self would want to see. Well, unfortunately, no one else did. DaCosta's pitch for the Marvels was punctuated by not a few no big one else. ideas. Not no one else. On, if I this movie was targeted toward black nerds, okay, if the director chose to make a movie targeted towards black nerds and it sold this well, that's a mega success. 
If it was not meant for you, the naysayers that bark and bite and cry and piss and moan, and it still made uh, almost $200 million targeted towards black nerd girls, this is a major success. Holy shit, that's a success. You know, you said that there were all ugly girls in Scott Pilgrim, and I had no idea Brie Larson was in Scott Pilgrim. Did I say all ugly girls? Yeah, you said that you and Joe had discussed Pil- Scott Pilgrim, and even the prettiest girls were kind of like mid in that movie. Um, it, you said uh, I don't remember the exact uh, words, but they were definitely made to be like alt girls and not the the normal. Like you said, Aubrey Plaza. You said Aubrey Plaza was the hot one in the movie Scott Pilgrim. And that yeah, was like a low bar. That, that culture. Brie she La- embraces that alt that alt look. Brie Larson was in it though. Yeah. Okay. Like, look, look, for one, the, all the girls in that movie were actually really hot. They all are, but they weren't made to be like traditionally main girl hot as you would see in films. They were all alt off looking women, which to some people, the basic people, the majority of viewers. That's a turnoff. Basic people like what basic people like, and that's becoming the new basic, uh, but that was over 10 years ago that movie came out, so it was on the forefront. I am fish tacos. A a beard? A blurred, Ben. What's a blurred? Blue-eyed nerd. I asked you to remember this. First, she wanted to make a movie that was fun, funny, and full of heart. And that's interesting. You may remember previous keywords being associated with past Marvel films that were used over and over again, including Absolute Triumph or just Triumph with Shang-Chi and with the Eternals. Different, 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 different. I did watch Shang-Chi. That's one of the few that I've seen. Shang-Chi was good. And we saw... the that, Eternals. The Eternals, yeah. Different. I saw that one. Everybody looks different. Different. Different way. It being a very different Marvel movie, well, we have something... Sick. Actually, and and I'm hypercritical. I saw The Eternals, and I'm like, not the greatest movie, not the worst. I don't understand why people are so mad about it. And I, it was literally yeah. just the cultural, diver- like the ethnic diversity in the movie. I think, I think also that they because... Were mad about. It was an allegory for pro-choice, and oh, I don't know that I didn't because, know that because well, I mean, I I, I assume um, it was like if you look at it, they had the first on-screen sex scene. There was basically a baby, and the woman had to choose to abort the baby while the man wanted to keep it. Uh, the baby, obviously, being the gigantic fucking monster in the earth, and uh, the woman won out on the choice <laughs> there. So, I I, th- I think it was kind of telling that that story. Uh, in a way that pissed off guys because the, the the woman won. I think some guys get a little fucking pissed in that scenario, whether they were aware of the the pro-choice allegory or not. Similar here over at the Rotten Tomatoes verified audience scores, which are currently sitting at 83%. This movie was just fun. We binge watched Miss Marvel. Pescator says, has anyone in the one? MCU mentioned the frozen eternal in the ocean? I think, I think they've had very little mentions to it, but supposedly the new Captain America is supposed to go into detail uh, with that situation. But I don't know. Like, that's just what I've heard uh, in 
from people who were talking about the the the, the area they were going with that. And I think it made it even more fun, exciting, and funny. Fun and enjoyable. Good action scenes and overall a ton of fun. Fast-paced and so much fun. I loved it. It was funny. It's a fun movie. Great movie. Fun. Action. Yeah, fun. Is, like, people go to the movies for fun. I don't get... Is he like... He has a problem yeah. with people calling it fun? Fun. And I gotta tell you... If you don't if you don't hate the idea of the movie being Brie Larson, it was fun. So like funny <laughs> funny and fun are not the same thing too. Like Yeah. Yeah. Filled. And it was it was it was funny at points too. Like like he's saying that the, the director wanted it to be fun, funny, and action packed. And if you're not going in to hate it. If you're going in looking to enjoy a comic book movie, it was fun, funny, and action-packed. It was. If you go in hating it, you're going to be able to pick anything apart. Great to see the girls going higher, further, faster. This movie was so much fun. It's sad to see how negative people are, and they just don't know how to enjoy fun movies anymore. Don't believe the haters. The Marvel was a fun movie with touching character moments. Fun for the whole family. A very fun movie. Great fun. Funny movie. It was a fun movie. Fun movie. Great fight scenes. Short and fun. Fun and entertaining. I don't understand the <laughs> and issue. That was just a sample. It goes on. He didn't and think on. it was fun. Now, that is what I call review I bombing. Searched the word fun and look at all these posts that said fun in it. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I'm sure it's a total coincidence. This never was really a matter of rooting for the Marvels to fail because we didn't need to. We knew it would, and it was just a matter of sitting back and waiting for it to happen. Because this isn't our first rodeo, and there's a lot of reasons this happened, including one pointed out by my good friend Chris Gore. Turning Marvel and Star Wars into girl brands will prove... people go to the movies to have fun. This is such a harrowing realization. Right? So what, be... what's, what's Chris Gore saying? Turning Marvel and Star Wars into girl brands will prove to be one of the costliest decisions in entertainment history? One of the costliest decisions in entertainment history, without a doubt. Unfortunately, in both Disney Marvel and Disney Star Wars case, they turned boy brands that girls liked into girl brands that nobody likes. While all the focus <laughs> is deservedly... It's not true that nobody likes it, though. And Star Wars was a major fumble. They really fucked that up. It, it could have been a brand everybody liked. It doesn't matter if Luke Skywalker is a girl, if the story was fucking strong. And the problem with, the, I, think, I think the Marvels did a good job of fixing this. The problem with Captain Marvel, the first one came out, it was in between Avengers uh, Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. So it had to play back to the 90s and not really affect the two stories. And it was a cool mid-ground fill-in for that. But we all knew it was kind of like a fucking cracker. It was a palate cleanser. It wasn't anything that we we're going to sink our teeth into. And this time that we sink our teeth into it, we get a little bit of depth that makes Miss Captain Marvel vulnerable. 
introduces Miss Marvel, introduces characters. It doesn't bring any big star power out. This this movie isn't packed to the gill with stars like the Chris's or uh, Robert Downey Jr. It's 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 Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson, and then. People without any sort of star power. Is Robert Downey Jr. basically retired from the MCU? Like, um, for now, but there's rumors that they might bring them back for one go, and when they're messing with time and everything, and then and uh, then there's going to be a a new younger actor that that will be the new Tony Stark eventually, right? Possibly, yeah. They could reset everything. Yeah. So, but but they could have one good return because of the way time's going around. They could have the best versions of, you know, Tony Stark from every universe, or best version of Tony Stark coming to this universe. They they could they could pull a lot of stuff off. But um, everyone, it's possible he'll come back for one hurrah. Everyone keeps bringing up how nerdrotic, like you know, had had a drug problem and how he did some time and stuff like that. I don't really honestly I don't need to go there to to argue with his argumentation. I don't need to resort to like he made mistakes in his life and I'm not really one to talk about someone having addiction issues or anything like that. So I'm not even going to go there, but I keep seeing it. It's fun to like t- to throw that shit at the people you don't like, but we we I we can easily talk about his dumb ideas without even going there. I will say his addiction to being angry at Marvel pays off very well. If he if he said anything good about this movie, he wouldn't get the hate-filled fucking donos that he gets based around the the collective hatred of the current Marvel universe. So he's he's playing into the audience he has. He knows what he's doing. He has to talk shit on this whole fucking thing cuz it makes him more and more and more and more money and gets him more and more views on the Marvels, it's always been bigger than just another bad MCU film. This pop culture cancer started almost a decade ago. Ha-ha! That's my buddy. I took a selfie yeah. with her. I was like, Anita! Didn't you play Magic the Gathering cards with her one time? No, it was... I, I was playing some card game and she was playing some huge board game uh, at the table behind me. In gaming... And comics. Then there was Ghostbusters 2016 and metastasized into Star Wars, Star Trek, and Doctor Who. And the corporations and the- Star Trek Discovery is epically bad. <laughs> I've it heard is. That the- yeah. I've heard that the 13th Doctor, the woman Doctor, I heard that season was fucking shit too. I haven't watched it. I was never a Doctor but- Who fan, so I don't really know. But yeah. I got into it. I got into it when they brought it back with uh, Eccleston and David Tennant and Matt Smith. And then I watched like one or two episodes of Peter Capaldi and kind of backed out of it. And uh, I heard they brought back David Tennant. Now they have a new doctor. Have you ever watched? I kind of want to get back into it. You ever watched the first season of Doctor Who? Like I, I've, I've kind of skipped around because I heard it's, it's one of the longest living sci-fi franchises ever. Um, yeah, it started in 1963, I think. Yeah, I think Star Trek was like five years later, uh, four years later when it started. Yeah, they, so they lost a bunch of the original episodes too because BBC would just throw them out. And I guess there's people who have found them, like yeah. they dug through the bins and kept them. But they're there's like a law against them having them, so they're afraid to come out publicly. But they're like. They they want like the BBC and the United Kingdom or whatever to give like amnesty 
to people who have this stuff so they can bring it forward without getting charged with anything so that people can have it back again. You know, they did that with a lot of early TV. They, like, would, like, tape over tapes to, like, not have to buy more tapes. So a lot of yeah. early shit got lost, like, lost footage. It's it's crazy. I think you weren't allowed to record television in like the BBC around oh, those times. You know what? Either. In the even even today in the UK, if you have a TV like a regular TV, you have to buy yeah. a license for it. Um, now there's like weird loopholes now because of streaming and stuff. But in the UK, you have to pay the government to have a license to pick up uh, TV now. People get around it by, like, ignoring when the TV license inspectors come to, like, see if you have a license. But legally, technically, you're supposed to buy a license to, like, watch TV in the UK. It's crazy. The corporate media. Yeah, I think, um, what was it? I think there was a Kenneth Branagh movie that was based in the, I think, the 60s around that. And they were coming trying to to check the TV. And his, his dad was, like anti uh paying for it or his grandpa maybe i can't remember exactly but it was it was a really good movie there's videos on youtube uh that it it, like people will film the tv license inspectors coming to their house and they'll they'll, like (laughs) film them like arguing with them out front like you don't need you can't come in here legally behind these divided fandoms and pit one against the other while vilifying a large portion of it. Vilifying the very people you rely on, the fan, the paying customer, poisoning and dividing fandoms that had gotten along in some cases for decades prior to that. Then it led to a full-blown fan revolt with the rings of power when the Tolkien fandom soundly defeated a trillion dollar company in Amazon. And here we are a year later and just in the last couple of months we've seen Ahsoka fail. They soundly defeated a trillion dollar company in Amazon. Amazon is so fucking spread thin with its with its media it's it, it barely runs twitch it barely runs like if, if if they have a hit show at amazon it's because it was something that nobody cared about enough to fuck it's, it up there were a, I, I watched a few things on amazon that i was like wow yeah like amazon's actually producing some good content you know yeah. there there was a couple i i tried to watch the lord of the rings thing and it sucked but not because the elves were black just because it was boring. <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, yeah, they're, they're, they hate on the idea that they race swapped elves or whatever yeah. in this uh, new Lord of the Rings series and it, it fell apart. But they race swap Aragorn and a bunch of other characters in the Magic the Gathering Lord of the Rings set. And it was one of the greatest selling Magic the Gathering sets of all time, despite all the people that were mad that Aragorn was black. It's like it's because the guards were good. The the game was good. The story was good. Like the Lord of the Rings is still a great story. If if you change the color of one of the characters, it's not that big of a fucking deal unless the fucking show sucks, which I guess the show sucked. By the way, I didn't watch it. Everyone who's here, please like the stream. Liking the stream helps get more people into the stream. And that would be very beneficial to do at this point moment in time so please like it and make sure you're subscribed still you know and if you have to 
un and resubscribe and click the bell and all that. Like, remember how in the like 10 years ago when this show was created, all you had to do was click subscribe and then you'd get notifications. Now you have to click subscribe, which does nothing, by the way. All it does is move the num someone's subscriber count up. And then and then you get to pick click the bell and then they're like, but do you want all of the notifications? It's like, yeah, bitch. I click the bell. I want all of the notifications. I'm so tired of this shit. Anyway. Yeah, and now you have not only do you have to click the bell, you have to do all that shit. You also have to send a Streamlabs currently at $33.33, 41.67% of the way to our goal. You still got to send Streamlabs using the link below. Thank you. The Star Wars side, South Park came out and embarrassed Disney. Disney continued to embarrass itself. The mighty Marvel Cinematic Universe has fallen, and the Marvels is one of the biggest comic book film flops of all. Her, you know what? Her uniform kind of looks like the Star Girl uniform. Time. So yes, the fandom is now collectively celebrating the failure of the Marvels, but it's well beyond that. It's the failure of woke Hollywood. It's the failure of Disney. It's the failure of the MCU. It's the failure of intersectional feminism. It's the failure of identity politics, and it's a failure. The I like I like how he's crying about the failure of woke Hollywood. Uh, it was a trend. It was it, it it's it's ran its course. It's trends always do this and it, you go so far in one direction. It tires people and then they come back the other way. The pendulum constantly swings in this culture war. It's been happening far before this fucking swing. We went through it in the nineties with South South park and pro wrestling. We got fucking way to the other side of the culture war because in the fucking uh, early eighties, they got angry at, all types of shit and try to clean it up when everything was so free love in the seventies and the sixties, it was tight. The sixties was the free love, like the free love that that's the when beginning, the beginning. Yeah. That's when the, the pill came out. Access media and, and LSD, the pill and LSD was such a potent combo. You have no idea corporate. And when I say the pill, I mean the birth control pill. Hollywood uh-huh. have earned. Now I'm sure you, heard the term MCU. It's being used by some fan communities. And yes, the term is extremely offensive. But It's not offensive. It's kind of funny, but it gets overused. It's also becoming undeniably true. In the words of Gina Carano, the <laughs> G- that's that, that's old school Gina Carano. That's I, I, I remember back in the day I had a crush on Gina Carano when she was like an MMA fighter and she did a couple movies back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, she was in the uh, Fast and the Furious movie, right? Uh, I I mean, I remember her. She was an American Gladiator, um, and she was the in reboot. She was in uh, yes with Hulk Hogan, and there was a uh, there was this action movie she was in that like she actually did very well, like doing all the action scenes, all the choreographed action scenes. I can't remember the name. Yeah, of it. she's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. Politically, maybe not so much, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that and she was a tough. On... She was the first uh, woman MMA fighter that they really propped up because she was good looking and she was tough. You know what I mean? So they like she was the first one. Big is up, and it took us a while to get here, but I'm glad it happened. Yes, the Marvels is a massive box office bomb, and that is a culture war win because pop culture 
is culture. And while it's highly unlikely, maybe some will it's learn a valuable lesson. Is in culture. This was actually the best part of Star Trek Picard. The original cast on the bridge of their old ship, they had to, it was kind of cool. They wrote it into the story where, like, their main ship got taken over. So they had to go to, like, the old ship museum and get their old Starship Enterprise <laughs> and, and, like, That's use cool. it. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, this moment right here is actually a pretty cool moment in this show. Is that like, Troy in the front there with the on the right of Picard? Yeah. Uh, that's Troy, and then uh, Crusher on the left. Uh, uh, Spiner out to the edge and yep, Frakes on the side. Uh, Frakes on the other side. Yeah, nice. Um, yep. This goes. For Frakes looks like he's going straight the to the inter- fucking uh, drink drink machine. <laughs> Get himself a fucking whiskey beamed over. The uh, the, the food replicator. Yes, the Earl Grey. The food Hot. replicator for a drink. <laughs> and here we got Christopher Reeve Superman, which honestly, I mean, maybe this is just nostalgia talking, but he was a good Superman. But this is the Superman of my childhood. This was like when I was a kid, this is who Superman was for me. I never really got into those movies, but I also never felt like there was a Superman since then that could win me over. So I'd have to say the same without ever really being that deep into them. those. The first two movies are good. The third one, they put Richard Pryor in it, and it's just a comedy. They <laughs> that did. That sounds so good. I got to watch that. You've never seen that? that? So, no, that sounds The third awesome. Superman. Hold on. Let me show you the movie poster for Superman 3. <laughs> that sounds so, fucking awesome. So it's, it's, it's awesome, kind of, but it's an abomination as a Superman movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look, look at the cover. <laughs> Look at the poster. That's it's... fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, Holy shit. Yep. That's too fucking yep. good. And then Superman 4 is the worst of the original like 1980s Superman movies. Because uh, Canon Films picked up Superman and then made Superman 4. And Christopher Reeves is like, I'm not doing this unless you make it like an environmentally sound movie. And then they did this whole thing about, like, ending nuclear war and Superman disarms the U.S. and the Soviet Union and throws all the nukes into the sun to, like, get rid of them. And uh, and then Lex Luthor creates Nuclear Man and him and Superman fight. And <laughs> Nuclear Man has these weird, like, nuclear, like, long fingernails. Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe we should. We never watched that for our bad movie review. Superman 4? I don't think so, yeah. That shit is so bad. Maybe we should watch 3 also. Entertainment industry from comic books to gaming to television to film. You reach the most people by making good stories, not taking them. NerdErotic.com All right, whatever. Yep, there he is. NerdErotic.com Here's, uh... Here's Sturges. He's mad about Pokimane. Uh, do you know about the Pokimane thing? <laughs> like, it, she has like a product that people think sucks, right? It's like yeah, re- she, yeah. She put out some cookies that are like they're like the Costco midnight cookies, and uh, she just added mushroom powder to them for vitamin D, I think. And she's selling them for twenty eight dollars for four bags so was it costco sells them for ten dollars for more 
cookie content for ten dollars. So did she like literally buy Overstock and then like rebrand it and add something to it? No, I don't think it was Overstock, but I think she went to the same company and added mushroom okay. powder to add like a, a a vitamin nutrient to it, and then packaged it in her her package. And this is the thing. She's obviously selling to her fan base. People who are buying this aren't you buying it. You mean dudes that want to fuck her that can never fuck her? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so so this is this uh, is basically edible merch, right? Okay. This is edible merch. So I like her charging this much for it. If they buy it, they buy it. That's it's it's like that's that's not a big deal. But the thing she did was when people complained about the price of her cookies and measured out how you can get them cheaper at Costco, which isn't the point. The point is to support her as a creator and her business. And if 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 she sells enough cookies and can add more products, maybe she can become a fucking snack line. And you guys can say I I'm still not gonna fuck her, but at least I'll be able to eat her cookie. You you could go that far, but she went online and she started like down talking her her fans and and saying if you guys if you guys can't afford $28 whatever you just broke boys whatever broke boy you can't afford $28 and she was like talking down on them you for fucking being broke. simp um, when they're all when they're all sending like $25 a month to be tier 3 subscribers for no cookies what if she goes just seem that crazy what if she goes full Gwyneth Paltrow and just has vag cookies isn't that what uh, Amaranth's trying to do right now? Isn't she making like vaginal beer or something? Vagist beer or something oh, like that? Yeah, Vag- she's trying to use her... Va- Dude, her and King Cobra should hook up. I, I don't mean literally, but I mean like... I mean literally. That will last less than a second. It would be the quickest male orgasm in human history. What a great way to end the streak. <laughs> Anyway, I feel like it would happen before any penetration happens. Like it, it would be like that quick, but still counts. Hello, everyone. I'm Renown Zero, and we are back again talking about some controversy surrounding Pokemon. As she responded very terribly to a person in her chat regarding a product that she's trying to push for twenty eight dollars. This guy is the number one Ripover simp. For those of you who aren't familiar, he's the number one Ripaverse simp. He is intellectually bankrupt. He is low IQ. He is low vocabulary. But he thinks he's like the hottest thing going on these days. But beyond that, he's gone out and he's called people brokies through his fucking teeth on multiple occasions. He's doing what fucking this broad does. And his higher up Eric July who he sucks on has done the same thing to people as well. Eric July said $45 for a box to put your expensive comic books in. That's way more expensive than a bag of fucking uh, Pokemon cookies, cookie man. Bags of cookies apparently. So we're going to listen to what her response was and we're going to discuss it here. When people are like, "Oh my god, $28 for cookies?" four bags that's seven seven dollars a bag i know i know math is hard i don't she probably shouldn't be doing this she should just be like oh that yeah these are the cookies they're great if you don't want them fine this yeah she shouldn't be but she's a creator and she's online and they talk and and even when they talk and say stupid shit like this 
and everybody else online talks down on them, she gets more support from her fans. The same guys that were worrying about the $28 cookie bag are now going to send her $50 to say, oh, I'm so sorry the internet's being mean to you, Pokemon. It is true. Yeah, there is the whole, like, white knight kind of, like, when so they look for moments of weakness so they can swoop in. And yeah. she knows this because she's smarter than all of them. So she can do the like, guys, I'm getting attacked over these cookies. I feel really bad about it now. And they'll be like, oh, I, yeah, here's here's two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine gifted subs. That's usually what happens. When you're an idiot. Jiggerath but- says Ben and Billy make some Ben and Jerry's style ice cream. I'm not and Jerry. Price. <laughs> well, you be Ben. No, I'm not Jerry. <laughs> it could be Ben and Billy's no. ice cream. Ben, let's make our own monthly ice I'm cream. I'm not Jerry. Sell it. Let's sell it to our fans, Ben. And each month we'll make a lol cow inspired ice cream. This month will be uh, Ben and Billy's Cobra Mead ice cream. I'm not Jerry. I mean, besides the fact that you constantly have controversies because you are an idiot when it comes to marketing yourself and trying to sell a product to people that are essentially giving you money in order for you to have the lifestyle that you have, which I'm sure plenty of people would love to have the lifestyle that you have, which is basically sitting up here. Oh, by the way, the other night I was watching Kendall and he lied. He said the only reason he joked about your dad is because you said your dad could beat up his dad, but you literally did that (laughs) in response to him joking about your dad. Yeah, he's so he's said, such a fucking liar. No, 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 no. I, I know you want to said something earlier about because I was talking shit about his dad before too. But like, I don't care if he talks bad about my dad. But I know you don't I, care. I remember, but you yeah. know, yeah, I'm, I'm he's sure, trying. I, 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 don't, I look at intent. Yeah, he's a fucking. I look pipsqueak. I look at intent like when someone's like trying to take the low blow, and I'm like, someone's doing that because they've got nothing left. They're desperate. You know, so I just remember saying I'd kick him and his dad's ass. And that still stands me and my dead dad versus you and your live dad, Kendall, me and my dead dad win. Doing absolutely nothing and being paid to do absolutely nothing besides have terrible commentary. This is not the way you talk to somebody who questions the pricing on a product you are trying to sell them. It's called taking criticism and taking feedback for your trash product. <laughs> I like I like how he's dictating this to Pokebang, yep. but wouldn't give the same advice to Eric July, who does worse than this for longer. She did this once and has already been fucking apologizing and dropping the price. She's already taken the L, and she still probably made a ton of money off of supportive White Knight donos. But Eric July has been constantly doing this for over a year, and Sturgis is like, I will suck him until the very end. How yeah. do you feel about that, Jerry? I'll buy four versions of the same book for, <laughs> for, for the cause is basically what yeah. it is. Four Price. bags of cookies for $28 versus four of the same book for $125. Yeah, yeah, $200. I, I don't even know. How much is <laughs> each book? Shit, yeah. How much is each book? I, I don't even remember. Well, some of them were like $100 a cover. Some of them were $45. Uh, so it probably was close to 200. Uh, and, and Ben, we have to remember, right? These guys, if they get hungry because they spent all their food money on these books, they can eat these books. You can't eat Pokemon's cookie. 
okay. Like, if you're a broke boy, just say so. Anyway. <laughs> you're a bloke. Oh, is he going to be mad? Is he mad now about this? <laughs> he's he's going to be, right? But, but you're right. You're, like, didn't, yeah, yeah, you brought this up that he's calling other, yeah. He's called other people brokies, but now he's mad about it. God, he's such a hypocrite. At least I can be like, with most of my positions, I can be like, oh, well, I do that too. Like, if the other side does something, I can be like, oh, well, I've, I've done that too. But he, he'll do it and then just like unapologetically be like, well, it's okay. It, when I do it, funny that you say that because he's that dumb though. Most people in chat are probably what you would consider broke boys, and they're essentially essentially over themselves trying to impress a person like you who is flat, boring, and honestly mid as hell, considering Whoa. what you look like without your makeup on. Yeah, wow. I, I don't get how this is a big own yet. She's slightly less pretty without makeup. Isn't that why makeup exists? Like, this is not an own. Yeah, she looks like. With this makeup, without makeup on, she looks like the type of girl. She's okay. Gets excited. She looks like the type of girl that gets excited for tomato soup. The funny thing. The worst thing I could say about her. The funny thing is, like, her personality is the least attractive thing. Like, the the without makeup isn't this huge own. Yeah, all women wash off their makeup and look different when they do it. I think she was most attractive in her uh, flippantly comfortable saying the N-word days. What you... Did she Did she have that? Yeah, if you look up Pokimane N-word, I think oh, that's when she was Back in the day? Attractive. Like, she was edgy back in the day? I didn't even know that. Uh, I don't know if she was even edgy. She was just saying it as, like... Like how you would say about your homies or whatever. What you She's want like, is a like a girl who looks very good to you without the makeup, and then when she puts it on, she looks even better. Like that's what, what you, you want. Really want what you really want is a pterodactyl, but they went extinct sixty five million. I years I want to ride one. I want to play uh, right? Turok right. or whatever. How because often this is do how... I think about the Roman Empire? <laughs> Never. I'm too busy thinking about pterodactyls. Oh, most of you. That was my pterodactyl scream. Imagine uh, this is this is people. This, ben, are... this is how I imagine heaven for you. You are Jimmy Buffett, double fisting margaritas, running away from pterodactyls as they swoop up everybody around you, just waiting for one you could ride. Or women, I should say, look like without your makeup on. When you're on Twitch. Okay. Tend to look all nice for the camera, but when you, once the makeup comes off. Is this bad? Does she look, like, hideous? I don't understand. And there's lighting and shit. Like, I'm not a fan of her at all, and I find her abrasive. I've seen clips of her where she's just abrasive as fuck. But I don't get this. She doesn't look bad. She just looks n normal. The most hideous thing about this is how her two play buttons in the back are not evenly aligned. You're right. Duncan. You're below I hate that you brought that up. <laughs> so. But apparently she the unmade ap bed. apologized for her quote-unquote insensitive joke following cookie drama, right? She knows it wasn't a joke. She absolutely knew it wasn't a joke. She meant every word. 
And the only reason she apologized for it because she got massive backlash for it. That's literally the only reason that she is apologizing. No, she's for it. the only reason she's apologizing for it is because she realized she has a ton of fucking cookies that aren't going to sell now that the internet's talking shit about them. So her 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 apology is lowering the price of the cookies because she doesn't want them to sit and go bad on a fucking warehouse. <laughs> this is all marketing. Responds to cookie pricing backlash after quote broke fans joke. She again, it wasn't a joke. She knew exa- exactly what she was doing. She knew exactly what she was saying, and she wasn't being humble about someone giving her feedback on a on the pricing of a product she was trying to sell them. And on top of the fact that yeah, apparently, Pokemane does look like uh, Gale Cookie Seller, young Gale Cord. Can't hundred percent confirm it, but I know that it's a Gundam did huh? video. Cookie Might seller. Might want to go check that out. It's Wouldn't that be of- fucking wild if everything Gail said was true, and she's just Pokemon sent back from the future to save Earth in squalor because that's the only way she can keep this timeline together? Brilliant. Rebranded cookie that you can get at Costco for much, much cheaper. So here we go. Without the fucking uh, mushroom powder in it, okay? Without the mycosynth vitamin D. Remind you, she put mushroom powder in those cookies. From Deserto, content creator Pokimane has apologized to fans for a quote recent joke she made about her viewers being too broke to support the price of her cookies and now looks to reconsider her pricing after receiving major backlash for it being expensive. Yeah, okay. Pokimane is one of the most well known content creators in the world. The streamer is best known for playing video games, collaborating with other streamers, and for calling out sexism and misogyny in his gaming space. Yeah. You mean the gaming space that's mostly men? Because... By the way, uh, the Gina Carano movie I'm talking about is called Haywire. Uh, earlier, I mentioned like a fight scene that she did with some dude. It's actually yeah. really good. Yeah, look up Gina Carano Haywire fight scene. It's actually a very well put together choreographed fight scene between Gina Carano and this dude where she like beats the shit out of this guy. But he, he that beats... That could be a good... That could be a good private show for us. We watch like the best fight scenes in cinema of we all could. time. We could. We could. That'd be fun. I mean, one of those has to be. Yeah, uh, I know what you're going to say. They live. No, actually, I was okay, going to say. Okay. <laughs> I was. I was actually going to say Chuck Norris versus Bruce Lee at the col- at the Coliseum, which is a fake set that they okay. did it on. But those two guys, they actually did yeah. like, a really good uh, fight scene with each other. Most times women can't hang, so they call everything sexism and misogyny, even though the majority of the gaming space is considered of, considered males. Considered male. Consistent of males. This has only been a recent thing, by the way. Especially with the whole Nita Sarkeesian stuff. However, Pokey has found herself apologizing for recent comments she made in a stream when she called her f- broke fans who have criticized the price of her controversial... By the way, right now we're watching Sturges, and we have the most viewers we've had all night. Sturges brings views. I'm so sorry, Sturges. You're so relevant that I just need to keep watching you to bring in all the viewers. Oh my god, $28 for cookies? It's four bags. I like how the Sturges moniker has made its way outside of Drunken Peasants as well. People who talk about him refer to him as Sturges all across the internet. We named you, boy! And he's like, who's Sturges? I don't know who that is. But at at the same time... Hannibal named you. At the same time, he's made uh, thumbnails 
where he refers to himself as Sturges. So seven dollars per bag. I know. And then his buddy Poop Donkey likes us better. I, I know math is donkey. hard. That's my buddy. When you're now. an idiot, but if you're a broke boy, just say so. Stated Pokemon and her November 18th stream. Following backlash online, Pokemon has now come out on Twitter and apologized for these comments, claiming she only meant them as a quote joke. No, you you knew exactly what you were saying, and you know exactly why you said it. It wasn't a joke. But even even if you're she not... was, even if she was, who the fuck cares? If these guys don't wake up that they're being used by Pokemon off of that joke, she deserves to call them whatever the fuck she wants. That's her fan base. Like right now, everybody watching right now, Drunken Peasants fans, you're our fan base. If I want to call you brokies, if I want to call you miscreants, unwashed heathens, whatever I want to call you, that's my right. I fucking own you. Just like Pokemon, Pokemon owns them. A humble person. You're not a great person. You're a very disgusting person to say some nonsense like this to people. You're not humble at all, Sturges. Like, why <laughs> Why would you accuse other people of not being humble when you have these crazy delusions of grandeur about your success and your fame and your, like, everything? It's it's so sad. Even your buddy Poop Doggy is like, yeah, I've tried to talk to him about it, and I tell him that it's dumb, and he just won't listen to me. So, I'm the great and humble Sturgis. Yeah. When Eric July calls people who don't buy the comic book brokies, and I echo it, that's not the same as Pokemon saying broke boy, broke boy. People who are paying and people that are watching you. You wouldn't have a career in content creation for now for the people watching you. Well, what I said was 100% intended to be a joke. No, it wasn't. I see why it came up as insensitive, and I apologize for that. Yeah, you apologize for a lot of things, and you continue to do the same thing over and over again. I also understand this the current price of the cookies This is not even Pokemon some, apologizing to apologize. She's apologizing to promote the fucking cookie. She fucks up. It's Everybody talks about this, her. Struggies is more, more eyes on the cookie. His brother Struggies. I honestly never wanted to slap someone for being <laughs> such a hypocritical. Sorry, I wa- Dick Riding. Cowardly. I love how Jack off dot his view of reality. I love how Streamlabs calls him Struggies. Chinga to madre. Well, I think I think he Chinga spelled to, it. Chinga to madre. Chinga to madre. Is that what he said? Chinga to madre. He spelled it Struggies though. He sp- he spells it S T R U G I S. He said fuck your mother. We'll continue to yeah. consider pricing to keep Mina Struggies, as affordable as possible. Madre. Cool. I also understand. Oh, yes. Time will tell what new pricing formula Pokemon releases and what this will look like for her fans. However, we'll be sure to keep you updated when she does release more details about her cookies. Which she was also slammed by both Moist Critical and... XQC, most critical. The most entertaining part about Sturges is like how he fucking like falls on his butt and like is like, I won, I won. You know what I mean? Like he's the way he kind of like constantly fails and he's like, I'm not mad. You're mad. That kind of shit. Oh, I I triggered you, didn't I? Oh, I didn't get mad. You're not going to get a rise out of me. And then and then you get a rise out of him. That's it. Last out-of-touch Pokemon amid... Sturgis Con- should play one of the dwarfs in 
Ben fucking Shapiro's new Seven Dwarves Snow White film. Some people are saying he's the new G-Man. He's not as cool as G-Man. Like, I can, I could talk to G-Man and get along with him, even though he has shit views, disgusting views and opinions. Sturges is too much of a coward to actually engage with people who have opposite views because he knows he's too dumb. At least, but, like, G-Man doesn't realize he's too dumb. So Sturges, He does like, always win like G-Man does. Yeah. YouTuber Charlie Moist Critical White has lashed out. Pescator says uh, Sturgis is speed running to lol cow 100%. level. 100%. He's not even speed running. He's already he's there. Co- Sturgis he's co-tailing. He's webcam and thinks someone is detracting on his computer. On his computer. <laughs> yeah, the it's it's not the it's not the fucking computer not working. It's the detractors hacking him. But yeah, uh, Sturgis is riding the coattails of Eric July's epic lol cowery. Eric July is such a lol cow that his nut hangers become beta fucking orbiter lol cows. At a Twitch star, Pokimane, for being, quote, out of touch amid her Mina cookie controversy. Streaming star Pokimane recently revealed her new snack company, Mina, on November 13th, releasing health chocolate midget mini cookies. He almost said midget, right? He <laughs> said, did you hear that? Play it again, Hold on, man. hold on. Where Charlie Moist Critical White has lashed out at a Twitch star, Pokimane, for being, quote, out of touch amid her Mina cookie controversy. Streaming star Pokimane recently revealed her new snack company, Mina, on November 13th, releasing health chocolate midget mini cookies. <laughs> Dude, I would eat a chocolate midget cookie. A chocolate midget cookie. <laughs> it wasn't long before controversy kicked off as a fan spot, an almost identical product at Costco with the same ingredients and nutritional value at a cheaper price than the $7 per bag of cookies that can only be purchased in a 4-pack, 8-pack, or 12-pack. A, a spokesperson for, from Mina has claimed that their snack is unique and exclusive to the company. Meanwhile, Pokemon also shut down claims that her cookies were a, quote, rebranded product. However, the Twitch star was still being criticized for the price of the product. Need to proofread there. The and cookies r- are not exactly the same as the Costco cookies. They're exactly the same as the Costco cookies while adding mushroom powder. Recent November 18th live stream Pokemon hit back by calling uh, broke fans who were criticizing the price of the cookies. Now a fellow content creator, Moist Critical, has lashed out at Twitch star for being out of touch and lashed out at her. He called her out for her trash statement. While Twitch streamer, while the Twitch streamer has received a lot ton of backlash in Moist Critical's latest video, the YouTuber put the Pokemon on blast, claiming he was quote dumbfounded by the controversial comment. It's just a really crappy thing to say. I don't know what would possess her to say something so rude and nasty to the audience. She is trying to sell this product to. He added quote trying to call people broke for not buying or not being able to afford it is some really out of touch crap. Later in the video, Moist Critical went on to explain that that it's her viewers who have built her wealth through watching her streams and donating using their own money. Quote, your wealth was built on their backs, he explained. Them watching you supplied you money through the ads that get played. All right, we're going to go to something slightly more interesting. And in Pokimane's defense, these guys have a better relationship. Does she think she is a Girl Scout or something pushing cookies outside the supermarket? (laughs) Pokimane going for that Girl Scout fetish. She's, She's... Built her company on the backs of these guys that now have a better relationship as her pay pigs than they would have with a woman in real life anyway. I mean, like, so 20 they, years they, they're, ago. They're where they should be. 20 years ago, 
like women had to work at strip clubs and be like naked and actually like near men to like have them simp and just give them money. Now they don't even have to get naked or even see the men. And then they well, just that, that was the same thing existed with 900 numbers when people hey, would call 900 doing, numbers. They'd be able to work bong. there and talk to them over the phone. I wonder if in this year's Astronomicon, look, it's, get it's our buddy Kendall the rest of his uh, of his uh, co star to come back. He's dressed like the nice doctor. The whole, I, I put it out there to uh, Kevin Smith crew. I just want to see Kendall's reaction. Because of the blizzard that came Friday night, the first night of the convention, he was delayed and didn't show up. The link is there in the chat. Yeah, from uh, the Dante and Randall to Silent Bob and even... Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Uh, the main girl from Chasing Amy showed up and she always had a big line and had like the biggest table with like the most things for you to sign, like the most headshots between, of course, the Kevin between Chasing Amy, but also stuff like uh, if you remember her. He's big always Daddy just like or, rambling uh, about movies and shit. And Joey then, Lauren yeah, Adams from Chasing the Amy was there. And, like, she dated remember. Kevin Smith during Kate that time Daddy, period. She just disappeared. And then I know she came back briefly in the. I know she was a part of the James Silent Bob reboot movie, but now even Matt Damon came back as to reprise. I just, uh, even though now because of the legal issues with Weinstein's estate, since his exposure in jail with dogma is in like a legal loophole where it's the DVD is out of print. It's not available in Blu-ray and there's no streaming service that's showing it. So now it's one of those movies that's been pirated on YouTube repeatedly and you don't have to worry about it. Oh, God. And now if you do find like old DVD copies of poop balls, it, poop balls, like poop balls. I'm remember- calling a poop balls raid onto Kendall's stream right now. Poop balls, poop balls, poop balls, poop balls. I think Weinstein Nick said he would sell Dogma back to Kevin uh, Smith and, for five oh, million dollars. Oh yeah, is that true? I when it came out, the Christmas at, at like some point, yeah, Kevin Smith said he didn't have the money for it though. But I feel like he'd be able to tour that and thing and make the money out. back I on that. Over and over, even the full hour of deleted scenes, and I, that's one of the few movies where I actually watched the DVD. I think Poopballs might be banned. Scenes I did like was the no. Actually, everybody watching has been banned. Yeah, maybe we got some. Useless. Uh, here we go. Because uh, he can see it. Useless waste of space. Yep. Here we, we go. Some, uh, we, we, we've got, and we've you can hear. You can hear his dad the, in the background. The, the, only, the, the only things they can do is to taunt me over my name or to go Kendall. and kiss and moan. Kendall. About uh, the, the, the same tired old Kendall. 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 One trick ponies. One trick ponies. No, no, what? Maybe, maybe two or three trick ponies. That might be it. Nice. Oh yeah! Well, at least we got, all got to do. you tripled our tricks that we can do. Here's the, the say, uh, Alan. Up, the, yeah, the Alan is geriatric, like nerd crush. I found her found following like everyone Scully say Alan is geriatric. Oh, we've got another one. Oh well, uh, I like to thank all of these assholes for uh, doing me a favor <laughs> and uh, bringing in the views. That. Oh, you tell him Jerry it was sent a film you. I loved when I first saw it when my mother rented it for us on VHS. Where's your where mother these days, okay by the way? Watching Matt Damon shoot a man in the head on the back of a crowded greyhound, but she immediately turned the movie off when Selma Hayek ripped her top open. 
And, and but then yeah, afterwards there was the, that, that great <laughs> because she knew TV you were going to grow up to be a giant titty drawing pervert. Yeah. yeah. So when he and, uh, draws people, and, and I remember women. Was, like, he starts with the tits. By the way, I've seen like his drawing stream. He starts with a giant tits and draws like a small head. And people have even tried to tell him like. People have even tried to tell him you should start with the torso, not the the or no, no. They said you should start with the head. And he was like, no, no, I, I want to draw the torso first. So I don't yeah, eat dessert first, Luke. That's what that's what he's doing. And the universal on the know that the Miramax bat lot, because I love how like how it throws their whole world into disarray. Yeah, we got we got some more. That's uh, nice to see this coming in. <laughs> and since we got all this fun and fr- all this fun times happening, don't forget to defy these idiots and uh, drop in a super chat or channel membership. Or, of course, here is the link to my art store once again. His art store. Yes. You can buy small heads well. and giant tits. Uh, the actors who got on the show before they were famous, well, there was Tony Shalhoub in an f- episode or even Lucy Liu and Jack Black and Seth Green and also Ryan Reynolds guest starred in an episode of The X-Files before that his career took off before <laughs> hell before he was even on those couple episodes of the outer limits from the nineties or yeah. And that was all before two guys, a girl and a pizza place that that got his career off got him known in America. And then he leveraged that into doing Van Wilder. And you know, he was off to the races for the film career after, ever, ever. After. So if, for those of you who are new and you're like, why are they talking about this guy? This is what he did recently. Well, first of all, he gave us one false DMCA strike, which is still there, which I've disputed. And then there's this. That and then the generational degradation from whichever one, both of their shithead parents having that kind of thinking then passed on to the peasants. And well, no wonder one of them has a dead dad because the guy would rather be dead than be anywhere near his shithead kid anymore. But we already knew that. Yeah. So I can't uh, believe he knows my dad killed himself to get away from me. And he was like, he was like, I never told anybody that he said, he said, like, if you didn't want someone to talk about it, you shouldn't mention it. Are they like they'll go and like say an exact amount of money that they are essentially true, essentially, but their room the night after that convention or they have like a check and just like write this amount down vote. And there you go. Or I already have the check written, ready to go. All you got to do is, you know, follow. Here's my room key. Also, drunken peasants would like to do with Pokimane or with Sniper Wolf. Although even Sniper Wolf is more uh, has more conviction than them because Sniper Wolf. Listen to him go. Listen to him go. It sends him into like a like a cycle where he's like, well, you'll be like this person. Actually, that person's better than you because all these reasons why they're better than you. He was in the middle of a stream on his YouTube channel. But that's how we are. And of course, yeah, this is the uh, the last call for Super Chats and channel memberships and all of that. Last call. I'll give you all one last big look at Morgan. You're uh, that Tell sucks me more again about Billy the Fridge. How fat is he? Well, the thing is, he's so <laughs> damn fat that when he tries to go jogging, he leaves potholes. If he ever tries to go to <laughs> Billy the Fridge, the elephants would be throwing him peanuts. When he goes to out to eat at a restaurant, he looks at the menu and just says, Okay. Are you about True. to comment in his chat? There we go. Remember, no, no, I thought you were like leaning forward to like link to my art store pinned to the top of the chat. 
in the gallery, I added you of a video where he was talking about my dead dad, and he was talking about some sisters. And then I will uh, go. And, well, girl's uh, sister had uh, died, and he was like, first thing in the same breath of saying it's bad to talk about people's dead yet. family, he talks about and my dead dad in the same breath. Hyper hypocritical stuff. Have any really any money to give? And uh, they're too busy uh, making sure that they spend that money on Uber rides for their uh, grandmother's dialysis. That she's got. Is he saying that about me? I, uh, my grandmothers lucky, have been dead. Medicare my friend, where they've got like the free like hundred and seventy something bucks a month in order to go. You can spend it on groceries or even spend it on Uber. I right? love how and all of his shit is all actually, like, like weird projections. Like your Uber account, and that way you can get like free rides, like a certain X amount of free rides for a month. So I did spend a Bitcoin back when they were five hundred dollars on Uber. That is sad. Yes, to, to visit Joe for Chipotle lunch. But at least you could admit it. Like a lot of people would like not admit that because that's embarrassing. Because only I went to look at it when Bitcoin was at its height, and it was like the transaction I made for Uber rides was seventy thousand dollars. Because it shows you the footprint of the transaction. No, smack him across the face. Oh, yeah, we got another asshole. Yeah, that's another thing, yeah. And he claims you're all sock accounts, well, too. He claims we don't have any real fans or viewers and that everyone here is is all sock accounts. So if I had a bunch of uh, hundreds of sock accounts, I'd be, like, typing in his chat with sock accounts right now. Well, it's nice to see his call to action worked when he said to all the fans that should show it, show the drunken peasant fan base how good you are. They were going to donate to him. And uh, he's gotten all these donations since he called for that. So Not from cool. us, though. It's from, like... He hasn't gotten any donations from anybody. Oh, so I didn't see. I, I didn't uh, see that. On yeah. He called for them, and nobody's and given any of it. Pokemon or Sniper Wolf. Both of them look like they buy condoms in bulk. So, yeah, that might be a, a thing. You know what's more creative and entertaining and all that? And more exciting than uh, the drunken peasants. Huh? The commercial I'm watching right now, where it's Pepsi products mixed with like snack food, like pe- where it's a cartoon, like it's like a computer. He's into drink combos of the old Campbell's soup ad with the He's, snowman. Him and Cobra should hook up. And I yeah, mean, literally, it's like a cartoon Pixar style cartoon snowman coming inside to see all the Lay's brands of chips and Tostitos and uh, Mountain Dew and Pepsi. Tell Alan to come down to Toledo. Be I like, Alan, come down to Toledo. Shit hammer, that's fun. No. Dude, we should do an emo howling nice wolf try, where we get so them to, like, very, come very, down very, to yeah. Toledo Doritos, for a fight and no Lay's, one shows up. I think also Didn't he already involved? say he did yeah, that when the internet told him I was going to come fight him? Didn't he say he went to go meet me and I wasn't there? What, his dad? Lacey says, no, well, him. He said, oh, I went to go no. find Billy the Fridge, and he was not there. He didn't show up. No, that. Well, say, we, say, come to Toledo. Yeah. Or, uh, ben and Billy waiting for you in Toledo right now. We're waiting. We're in downtown Toledo waiting right now. Yes. We're smooching pickles and taking names. My great grandmother, my father's grandmother, would smack them with a walker for that. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. My grandmother uh, would, well, actually, both of them would smack them with the water. My grandmother and my great grandmother. Oh, she did, though. Smacking them with the walker for that. And there's not a goddamn thing they could do about it. And if they even tried, well, two things. If there were the kind of sick sociopaths who would hit the elderly, well, first of all, yeah, my <laughs> grandmother would hit back and your pussies would be down faster than Peter McNeely versus Mike Tyson. But also, then you're asking to get I'm not going to hit your grandmother. Uh, I'm going to seduce her. 
assault and battery on an old woman, your asses would be in jail. Then why are you bringing this up? It's so weird. Have your grandmother and take her teeth out and give me the fucking. My grandmother would kick your ass, but of course you couldn't hit her because you'd be in jail. Well, you do now. Impregnate your grandmother. Now, now, it's funny. Like, okay, I want to say, like, even though we can't see your messages because he has so many. mods he can see them and he's reacting to them that's the funniest that's one part impression i can't really do that well but you know you could go and try or you know maybe another super chat would get things going along i think Guys, we need to get the men we need to get a booth at ruling. motor city comic-con a dp booth hell is he uh, gonna be the, there the Meyer I oh yeah there we go come to toledo come to toledo oh oh that got deleted actually go got deleted tell them tell them come to toledo government santa gary or maybe even just a nice little cappuccino come to toledo i didn't ask for the drunken peasants to be assholes they were sociopaths launching an unprovoked attack on me true all i wanted was a cappuccino that's all I want. Maybe that'll be part of my 10K uh, subscriber celebration. 10K. He's not even at 3K a video yet. All about me getting my celebratory cappuccino. Well, once he gets to 10K, he'll be able to afford a cappuccino. I'm proud of him. And of course, maybe it'll be like I'll do it like a, it'll be a series. It'll be like I'll go to Liberty Comics and maybe get something there and also go to uh, the nearest Starbucks and get a nice little cappuccino. By the way, tonight, uh, everyone, we are going to finish uh, Isom number two. Uh, We're going to do that live for all of our $10 plus patrons. Patreon.com slash DP $10 level. We're going to finish Isom number two tonight. I'm going to go run to the restroom. Go ahead. Go ahead, sir and now videos now doing well that means eventually uh probably means that by december then that means even my streams will start doing very 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 well oh yes yes peach games the pickle smoocher don't know what that is oh yeah they stick hammer and sickles up their manholes yeah, we do that I yeah imagine that or at the very least they get Vito and vosh to put hammer and sickles up their manholes Uh, Jay Patrick says that as a, as a he as a child when he was younger he had the toy for Superman Red Sun. Don't know how I feel about it now. Well, I knew I remember seeing the toy at like Borders Books because I remember at, because DC Comics actually had like monthly titles like the monthly floppies there on the racks in the magazine aisles at Borders Books. You would also would see DC toys there. Like remember that cool Superman through the ages? Batman. They had it was through the ages. There was Superman through the ages, Batman through the ages, and Wonder Woman through the ages, and it was a book on the history of the characters combined with four toys for each of the four major eras of the character. They had that. Also, they had the DC, like the DC, uh, uh, what was it? Like DC, not not Legends, like DC Direct Toys, and included specifically like DC toys from the Infinite Crisis and from Kingdom Come. And also, I remember the Superman Red Sun toy. I don't have the toy, but I do have the comic. Like, uh, I do like the comic. I do find it interesting as an interesting kind of what if. Everyone Although, tell him, all right. One if stories, those non Tell him stories, Michigan will lose. Character, I always wonder. Why couldn't these creators just Michigan will lose? Michigan will lose. 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 They went to DC and they did Fighting American and were smart enough to actually get a deal where they own the copyright on Fighting American. 
Like, why couldn't they do that? Like with a with Mark do Millar, that. Whitney could just do like w- with pretty much all of like the first wave of Mark Millar's creator owned titles were just comics he did based off of rejected proposals he gave to DC in the nineties. Like the the Secret Society of Supervillains, he had an idea for them, a story for them that got rejected, and he rewrote the story into becoming his first big original comic, Wanted, that he made in. All right, uh, yeah, there's Kendall, same old Kendall. I'm gonna put you full screen while I go pee. Wanted, dead or alive. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your time. Big Face Billy, you know the segment. All your wildest dreams come true when I go full screen. You got questions? Got answers. Ask away. Ask away. Send me forth. On a journey of truth and enlightenment. I will be your hero, baby. TJ says, Billy, do a fat. You got it, dude. Now I got to chew, though. I have not seen Thanksgiving yet. I thought about going to see it. I'm not a huge fan of horror films, but... I might go. I have a studio session tomorrow, so I'll probably be writing tonight. Danko says, when's the album coming out? Not exactly sure. I'm about halfway through recording the album. I've been recording for about a month and a half, two months, maybe. I figure it'll probably be early 2024. You guys can uh, check out a new song over on my Patreon if you like. Hidden behind a paywall, though. Probably should upload a new one to that. I like to get feedback from the people who love me the most. Uh, Billy, has your diet been able to open up any? Uh, I've been able to cheat death and eat stuff I shouldn't be. And I haven't died yet but it uh, hasn't really opened up. These are unsalted potato chips that I picked up at the grocery outlet for a $1.49 a bag. What a deal. You have two milligrams sodium per serving. Very low sodium. Low Brow Jester says, Billy, may oyster crackers off your tummy? What are you, some sort of awesome dude? You think I would just let an awesome dude have an oyster cracker buffet off my belly? Hi, Lutamas. How are you doing? I have to go low sodium. I have to watch how much water I drink. It sucks. Ape Trade says, Billy, what's your kind of cookie? What's your kind of cookie? 
I think if I had to pick a kind of cookie, I would pick the uh, little jam thumbprints, like a little like shortbread style cookie with the thumbprint pushed in and a dollop of jam inside of it with some powdered sugar over it. I think that might be my kind of cookie. Do you like do a cheat meal here and there, Billy? I've been doing cheat meals here and there, and I probably shouldn't be. I've been doing them a little bit because I am a hungry little boy. I thought about eating Ben. No, that's not my sort of kink, TJ. What do you eat for cheating days? Um, like I'll go and I'll get a pizza, and even then I'll get like a mod pizza, and I'll get the most low-sodium toppings. And it's just higher than usual. Isn't cheese high-sodium? Like in of itself. Yeah. 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 Mozzarella is lower than a lot of the other ones, though, but Parmesan is high. You really have to look and see what's there. Dude, uh, the other day at the QFC in my area, I thought of you because they had like a whole like area of burrata that was reduced. You know, the reduced tag where it's like 75% off. It was like stacks of burrata that they were trying to get rid of. Shit. Yeah. I should have went in and picked it up. I was yeah. in your area the other day. I went to play magic cards on Sunday. There's the booby. I could have picked up all that for sale barata. It was probably still like $2 a container. Yeah, yeah, for like like two or three big balls of it, you know? Yeah, like, worth it. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, oh, God, I got a little puppy in my lap now. Uh, yeah, let's do... Let's do this. Uh, we have to. Uh, this is the most ridiculous American ceremony that that our government does, which is like they don't need to make it into a ceremony, but for some reason it's a thing. I, I I'd have to look up to when it was first started, but here it is: the U.S. president pardons turkeys and lets them like live their like natural lives. On like a weird presidential turkey farm. Did you know about Only this? Only one a year, right? I think it's two, but I don't know. Okay. Let's see. All right. So now that Halloween is over, the holiday season is coming up pretty quickly. When it comes to... The- I do like her weird like red leather dress. That's pretty cool. The dinner cool. table, the turkey is, is expected to be more affordable this year. That is according to a Wells Fargo report that just came out today. Mary Jo Ola reports on what you can expect to spend and how you can help others. There's snow on the ground and it's November. Some shoppers already have turkey on their mind. And Actually, uh, the, the pardoning is my next video. This is actually uh, a weird thing. In a world where everything's more expensive, Turkey is actually less expensive than it was the last few years. My bad. Huh. I, I kind of said. So up. getting their shopping lists ready. Is Turkey on your list? Oh, yeah. Turkey. Oh, hell yeah. It's always on my list. For Monty Dupree, the turkey is. Monty Dupree. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Monty Dupree. It's a must at Thanksgiving. We met at Bundle's <laughs> Meat Market where he picked up lunch. Monty Dupree. I love it. Turkey. This is, is a turkey. 
Oh, you do have turkey, <laughs> mashed potatoes. Hey, get an early start. The phone's ringing a lot. A lot of people are placing their orders for fresh turkeys or turkey dinners. This season, the Wells Fargo Agri-Food Institute reports turkeys will cost shoppers 9% less, which may offset increasing prices on things like canned cranberry. I don't know. That's not a more. That's not a silver lining. All right. It's like, oh, the main course is maybe 10% less, but everything else is 60% more? Stores, no! A lot of these stores are giving turkeys away at cost because they want you to come in and buy them so that you pay for all this other shit in there. Amazon, had, up. Amazon had this crazy deal. The, the Amazon grocery stores in Seattle, they were, they were giving away a turkey at 35 cents a pound, but you had to buy $50 or more worth of groceries on top of that. To get that price. So, yeah. Consumers can expect to pay almost 60% more on that than last year. I don't care about price. When you want something, you're going to pay for it. Bunzel's only sells fresh, all-natural, and free-range turkey raised locally. They say their prices have stayed the same for a few years now. You want that crispy-ass skin on the outside. Oh, what to expect. And with inflation, they're happy to see that it's not going up or anything like that. Yeah, the turkey didn't go up. Everything else went up. This is bait and switch. The didn't, I didn't see the turkey didn't go up when the cranberry is 60% higher. This is literal bait and switch. It's like, yeah, buy $50 worth of groceries, which is like nothing, and then we'll give you a turkey for 30 cents a pound. You know, like, and I saw some crazy butterball turkeys that were like 40 pounds. I saw like a 40-pound turkey the other day. Like, that's yeah. insane. That we're staying the same, and, you know, we're trying our best. Shoppers could use their savings to tap into the giving spirit. The Hunger Task Force and Zern LK Water... Look at the Solutions. guy in the if fucking... If raw dog prices, it'll be killer if the number for turkey's price is still higher. But the offset for the USD's buying power still makes it cheaper. Look at the guy in the fucking turkey outfit. This is ridiculous. What is this video? Is this a cringe rap? It might be. Launched this month's Turkey Ticker Challenge for the 13th year. The program provides turkeys to families in need. We are matching every turkey that's donated to the Hunger Task Force one-to-one. We're hoping to do between two and 4,000 turkeys. So it's a lot of families and a lot of turkeys. So the more generous people are, the better. You can drop off a frozen turkey to the Hunger Task Force location in West Milwaukee or make a $15 donation at their website. It ain't always about thinking about yourself. So anytime that God is... uh, Dude, Monty is right. It's not always just about thinking about yourself. Yeah, you know what? Monty's got it right here. Monty Dupree, he's got double zipper collars. He knows his shit. I wonder if he's got a rap, uh, a SoundCloud rap page. What are the odds? Hmm. Monty Dupree. He might. Bless you yeah. more. It's very important to give back. No matter that what butternut squash. food prices are doing, Whoa. giving is always in name? season. Go back. Go back. Hold on. All right. What? Did they Go spell it like wrong or seconds. something? I don't think his name is Monty. They said he was Monty Dupree. Hey, right here. When it comes no. up. So anytime that God has blessed you with more, it's very important to give back. Right. No matter what. Here. Ma- Ma-D. Ma-D? Is he Marty? So he's Ma-D's like a, a weird 
He's like a weird spelling of Marty. M-A-R-T-Y, right? Marty. Ma- Marty Dupree. It's not Monty Dupree. What food prices are Marty doing or giving My is always in season. Mary Joa, TMJ4 News. All right, Mary Jo, thank you. You can also find more information on the Hunger Task Force's Turkey Ticker Challenge and how to donate by going to TMJ4. Mom D is short for mom and dad. Mom mom D Dupree. Mom mom D. Doctor asked me if I I said I need a bacchiotomy. Just a reminder, in a couple minutes here, we're going to leave and do our live reaction to the final bit of Isom 2, written by Eric D. July. How do you think it's going to end up? Are you excited to witness this conclusion? He's going to hell, isn't he? I mean, yeah, and he's got the Jesus dick power to take him through hell, right? Thick. Thick. And and then, like, he was like, I didn't want to wear this suit. But I am. And they, they ramped it up with Jesus dick power, basically, right? Fuck yeah. <gasps> Holy Big, shit. thick Jesus dick. Dude, I wanted to bring this up because this blows my mind. Because when I think of, like, the age range of people who get scammed, I would think my parents' age, generation because they're the older generation now and they they didn't grow up with the internet so they're more likely to get scammed right because yeah. well there's a new study that says gen z the 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 generation that objectively grew up with the internet and all the scams on it is the most scammed generation right now and here's a news report about it. I guess we'll check well, it out. Young adults are losing ever, more money to... We never found the turkey getting let go. Oh, shit. Well, we'll, we'll do than that next. any other age group. That's according to new data from the Better Business Bureau. NBC4 Investigates' Jamie Ostroff is here now to break down the numbers and show us how Gen Z became the most vulnerable to scammers. Jamie? Jen, you've been doing this a long time, too. You might find this just as surprising as I did. Years of data from the Better Business Bureau and the Federal Trade Commission have shown older adults are prime targets for grifters, and in a way they still are. The latest BBB research shows that while seniors do fall for scams more often, Gen Z victims are losing more money. $1,700 $1,700 lost because of a phony job listing. 690 bucks paid for a pair of Taylor Swift tickets that didn't exist. Oh, God. The- wow, dude, that's such a good scam. They're people losing are more willing- money because they're Swifties. These are just two <laughs> reports of many from young scam victims to the Better Business Bureau of Central Ohio. It's somewhat surprising because we've all been, you know, accustomed to hearing that seniors are the biggest targets of scams. But if you think about it, there's so much happening online. And we're seeing the younger generation really becoming victims of online scams. According yeah, to the this BBB. This is all based on their purchase of ISOM, actually. His most recent scam tracker risk report, Gen Z is now losing more money to scams than their baby boomer counterparts. The median dollar loss for scam victims aged 18 to 24 is $220. 
fuck? For victims 65 and older, that drops to $199. Both are higher than the median loss for victims of all ages, $171. To what can we attribute that? It is the volume of opportunities that's online. The annual risk reports show young adults have been taken for more money every year since 2019. BBB Central Ohio President Judy Dollison says she expects the trend will only get worse in the coming years. Scammers know what works, right? So once it starts working, they're just going to keep Do at drunken it. peasant scams count? Like when people, when we're late and we're called scammers, then they donate anyways? Does that yes. count towards this? And those are going to grow. Shit. So we're getting a bad BBB rating. What is working? According to the BBB's report, the most common cons targeting young adults are employment scams. They get a check from their employer that's a fake check, but they don't know that. They deposit it in their bank, and then the employer says, Damn. well, we need you to pay for training or we need to pay for supplies. So they, they order the supplies through the vendor that the employer gives them. Turns out the original check was fake, and they're out all the money that they've paid for the supplies. Other frequent frauds include online purchase, cryptocurrency, and home rental scams. Thankfully, Dollison says you can avoid becoming a victim. Always resist the pressure to act urgently. Take your time, do your research, and if something sounds too good to be true, it usually is, and that should be a big red flag. By the way, everybody watching right now, hit me up for a new job opportunity. Um, dude, this is something that was so sad that I saw the other day. I just have to put it out there. New tonight, Dana Carvey says his son has died of an accidental drug overdose. Carvey and his wife Paula posted on Instagram tonight that their son Dex died yesterday at the age of 32. He also a comedian. Carvey wrote that his son is extremely talented and he loved his life. Carvey also sent along his thoughts to anyone struggling with Dana addiction. Carvey was one of my favorite like sketch comed- like uh, improv comedians of his time. And it's he's great. Impressionist. Like I know you don't like impressions, but like his were was oh, the the funny thing about his impressions was like he made them as caricatures. He didn't try to make them as perfect. Yeah, he did less impression and more character work. Yes, so yeah. I always liked his work, his uh, Master of Disguise movie. Yep. It shows his characters and everything. Which didn't do well, by the way. But... Yeah, but it was fun. It was, he's good. It was, it was, it was probably not going to do that well. He was kind of at the end of his... He Saturday did that movie, he Clean really Slate. He did that movie, Clean Slate, which was kind of cool, where he had, like, amnesia. People joke that that was like someone saw that and decided to write the movie Memento because of it, because it's kind of the same thing, but it's like a romantic comedy with Dana Carvey. Funny. Yeah. And Memento, it's like a thriller, like mystery kind of thing. So, yeah. Was uh, 51st Dates anything like Clean Slate? Uh, It wasn't. No. uh uh, when you say anything like yes, like remotely yeah. like it, um, it was he, but he was like a like a detective that had like a brain injury and like kept forgetting the day before, so it was kind of like Memento in a way. Like Memento was a great movie, by the way. Yeah, it sucks that he lost his uh, boy. Rest in peace. I didn't know he was a comedian. I'll probably try and watch some of his stuff. I saw Dana Carvey make a tweet or something about losing his son. Um, that was 
pretty heartbreaking. I thought you were going to say the heartbreaking video was going to be the turkey didn't get pardoned this year. No, we but I'll play that. that. Here we go. Here we go. Then I saw this. I was like, oh, this we is want to take you now to the White House. It's that time of year again. President Biden set to pardon two turkeys ahead of Thanksgiving. Let's take a listen in. Before I begin, I'm going to ask for a vote. Do I free the turkeys tonight? Dude, this is me after like a couple hours at the bar. Biden sounds like me after like an hour or two of drinks. You think we can get drunk Ben to get more votes than puking dog? I probably could. I, yes. Dr- vote drunk Ben you this year. If you have a seat, please take it. It's great to see you all. It's a, good morning. I'm honored to welcome Welcome to the biggest edition of this wonderful White House Thanksgiving tradition. And it really is. We've got a lot of special guests. He always looks like he's in pain. Like in his eyes, he's always like. Like that. Today, they have a lot of lights children in his eyes. And family. No, he's outside, dude, during the day. It's from my staff. And yeah, cabinet. but they have Where like, you know, on his forehead. There there you go. That's the sun. All right. Students from Washington Elliott Hine Middle School. He loves them middle school kids. Well, thank you very much. Jill and I met them during the back to school visit. I'm glad you remembered us. Thank he you. He does look like Jeff Hunnam, Jeff Dunham's puppet. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I, I swear I do. And Future Farmers America. Leaders of 4-H councils and leaders across the agriculture community. I just want you to know, everyone here, we're excited. We're excited. Our honored guest with us today, Liberty and Bell. This is our day. Joe Biden should be stepping down and endorsing a new candidate or just letting Kamala run. We might get Gavin Newsom in his place. He needs to do it very soon before the end of Gavin the year. Newsom just met with uh, the Chinese uh, king or whatever his name is. Not king. Yeah, whatever he is, whatever his position is. Thanks to the chairman of the National Turkey Federation, Steve Lykin, Steve and your entire family. I met got to meet the entire family. And by the way, I, it's my birthday today, and they can actually sing birthday. Music. I just want you to know it's difficult turning sixty. It's difficult. <laughs> You've been doing it for 20 years. Family raised these birds on their family farm in Minnesota. And, and uh, Steve, you, uh, you're grateful to, we're grateful to your entire family. You're a beautiful family. Thank you very much. God, they're big. See, I'm used to chickens in Delaware. We got, we got a $4 billion industry in chickens, but no chicken that big, man, I tell you. Just a few weeks ago, I visited another family farm in Minnesota where we talked about the pride of small towns and communities, rural communities, the pride that people have being able to know they can stay there and continue to keep their farms, and how because of the investments we're making, we're restoring hope and opportunities so family farms can stay in the family and children don't have to leave home if they wish to stay and make a living on the farm. Look, it matters. And thanks to all the families across America who feed and fuel our nation and the world, I might add. The, the world. The National Turkey presentation and pardon marks the unofficial start of the holiday season. We're here in Washington, a time to share joy and gratitude 
and have a little bit of fun. All right. So where's the turkey pardoning part? Oh, here they are. He's gonna, he's gonna grab them and snap. It is two of them. them. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm told by the Turkey Federation and Liberty Bell and uh, they should have to fight, and the winner gets to live his life out. Honey crisp apples. Not bad, huh? Ice hockey. I sure and hell like to see them play ice hockey. God, he looks like he's in pain constantly. Thousand Lakes and the Mall of America. <laughs> now, just to get here, Liberty and Bell had to beat some tough odds in competition. They had to work hard to show patience and be willing to travel. Dude, his eyes are like little slits. Over a thousand miles. You could say even this harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance tour or 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 Britney's tour. She's down These in, look like parade turkeys. They really made these motherfuckers bust. It's kind of warm in Brazil right now. Look, folks, based on their commitment of being productive members of society as they head to their new home at the University of Minnesota, I going to bring them on up or do I do it there? <laughs> is he, he going to snap their necks? What are you going to do? No, he's parting them. He cannot kill them. Bird, man. He might. He's out of his fucking mind. I'm impressed. It's only the third time he's done this. I hereby pardon Liberty and Bell. Oh. He didn't do this during COVID, right. right? Congratulations, birds. <laughs> Congratulations. Look, now let me conclude on a serious note about why we have Thanksgiving in the first place. To remind ourselves, and we sometimes forget this, how we have (laughs) so much to be thankful for as a nation. This week, we'll gather with the people we love and the traditions that each of us have built up on our own families. We'll also think about the loved ones we lost, including just yesterday when we lost former First Lady Rosalind Carter. That's so fuck. Jimmy Carter is a fucking vampire, dude. Like, he had brain cancer and it just went away. Most people, that, like, they have to, if it goes away, they have to deal with that for years. Jimmy Carter was diagnosed with brain cancer and, like, a year later, it was like, Jimmy Carter no longer has brain cancer. And now he's still fucking alive. Dude, when is that dude going to die? Never. Never. I think it'll be like, like, like 10, 12 years from now, Jimmy Carter is going to be like at the inauguration of a new president. We walked our own path, inspiring a nation and the world along the way. Oh, let's God. remind ourselves that we're blessed to live in the greatest nation on this face of the earth. That's what I see when I travel America. I met so many incredible people who do such extraordinary things, including just yesterday, Jill and I visited the largest naval station in the world, Norfolk Naval Station, and in Virginia, to serve what they called Friendsgiving, Thanksgiving meal to thousands of servicemen and their families. We owe them. We owe them big. And today's ahead, our families and friends travel and come together to celebrate Thanksgiving. We can all give thanks to the gift that is our nation. And let's remember... We are the United States of America, and there is nothing, 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 I mean this sincerely, nothing beyond our capacity 
when we work together. We've never come out of a situation, a bad circumstance, not in, without being better off when we come through it. All right, Biden, enough of the bloviating. Kill this fucking bird. We got to eat. You hear about Argentina's new president? No. Yeah, it like he's fucking awful and Eric July loves him. He's a fucking Ooh. psycho. I don't know if you uh, I I guess we'll check Coming this from the out. the far right, Javier Malay won a convincing victory in yesterday's presidential election with a promise to sharply cut government spending and Is that tackle the, the country's worst economic crisis show? in decades. No. The neighbor dad, Donna's dead? Oh. Says he'll bring a chainsaw to the economy. In fact, he brought... He was on Laverne and Shirley back in the day. brought a chainsaw to many of his campaign rallies as a prop. Also, he cloned his dog. That's what he's known for. Ed O'Keefe has this very strange story. <laughs> That's what he's known for. He cloned a his massive dog. massive political shakeup. He's got a punk rock inauguration. All right. In Argentina. Argentina. Javier Malay far-right economist and television personality television personality joined the political fray just three years ago now he's in charge of the third largest economy in latin america as it teeters on the edge of disaster porque hoy comienza la reconstrucción de argentina malay wrote to power on a wave of popular discontent over a stagnating economy. He looks like the Darth Vader version of Colonel Sanders. <laughs> 40% poverty rate. Figure looking good. Nearing 150%. This woman says she supports Malay because she's looking for change in Argentina, a country she says has been suffering from years of decadence. She became known for, for change his in Argentina. Showmanship during the campaign. Look at him. Wielding Look a at his chainsaw. Symbolizes war on government spending, threatening vital public services. He's part oh, yeah. problem, right? And printing a picture of a U.S. dollar bill with his face on it. Part of a widely criticized campaign to use the U.S. dollar as Argentina's currency. Wow. Yeah, there are other countries that use U.S. dollars as their currency. It's crazy. The self-described anarcho-capitalist has also advocated for eliminating <laughs> the country's central bank. Malay's controversial tirades against the political class have drawn Cobra Commander says it's like if a lol cow was your POTUS. Yeah. I'm so glad America has never experienced that. Oh, we have. Since the neighbor Brazil's what? former president Jair Bolsonaro, uh-huh. as well as former president Donald Trump, who sent congratulations to Malay on Truth Social, saying he will make Argentina great again. For CBS <laughs> Mornings, I'm Ed O'Keefe. Here's a little more on this. Al zurdo de mierda no le podés dar ni un milímetro. Pero, pero me definir zurdo de mierda? Que no Todos lo los que, digamos, los colectivistas, <risa> los que ponen, digamos, o sea, esa idea... A ver, ¿Qué, ¿Qué le pones de mierda, digamos? Porque son una mierda. O sea, pero, ¿sí? ¿sí? No, pero es que si pensás distinto, te van, a, te van a aniquilar. Those of you watching without punto. dubs, he's saying the leftists are shit. If you give them an inch, they take a mile. Es decir, vos al zurdo no le podés dar un milímetro, porque le das un milímetro y lo toma para destrozarte. They es decir, usa, digo, o sea, vos no podés negociar con el zurdo, no se negocia. 
No se negocia con esa mierda, no se negocia porque te van a llevar puesto. Y como estamos siendo tan mejores que ellos, como los estamos aplastando en la batalla cultural, los estamos pasando de arriba porque no solo le ganamos en lo productivo, somos superiores. We're estetically superior. We have better hair than Onision. Triggers them. They can't beat our arguments and ideas peacefully. They use our repressive apparatus of the state to try to destroy us. With taxpayer money to influence, and yet they're still losing. Nota. You understand? They're losing, my precious. They're desperate. Shit leftists are losing the cultural war. Check this out. For the first time ever, leftists are cornered. Check this out. Y'all know I had to do a video on this. Y'all know I had to. Argentina just got its libertarian president. We've talked about Javier a little bit. Make no mistake, this man's a libertarian as far as what he advocates and what he campaigned on. Not like a little lib- like libertarian, like just paying lip service, trying to like sneak his way in. This man led with libertarianism and he repped it unapologetically. In our lifetimes, this, this is probably the only libertarian leader of a country that we had. Okay. Gay. Big Did he say gay? Shout out to all the Argentinians okay, out there. But, I got long time. Oh. Fans that have been, uh, you know, definitely know me back when that's all I really did for a while. There was political commentary, well, uh, and music and stuff. Got met up with a lot of Argentinian uh, and South American libertarians. Shout out to y'all because I know y'all are stoked right now. But America's America should be ashamed of them damn selves because you didn't get the libertarian. In fact. Anytime there is a candidate that runs for like president that like leads with their libertarianism, you best believe there's going to be some chicken shit conservatives, right? Who claim to value liberty so much that will instead say that this is just not realistic. And then you, you say, because it's not realistic, we have to go with some socialism. Like, So he's like, we could have this psycho as our president, but you're too afraid to. If only he was born in the United States and could run. <laughs> Why don't you run, Eric? Argent- Argentina got a libertarian he can get president this comic before book. you did. Business That's- to write itself, he we'll will s- run. We'll see how libertarian he is once he starts making decisions. To let you know, culturally, you got a lot of you got a lot to do. Now, look, I hope this man, well, the country succeeds. He follows through with his libertarian principles. Hopefully the CIA doesn't do CIA things. We know those types of shenanigans. But America should be ashamed of themselves. Best believe every time. Y'all know I've been covering this stuff for for a very long time. You didn't want Ron Paul twice. You had an opportunity. Instead, you wanted John McCain and Mitt Romney. It's more realistic, right? It's just it's more realistic, right? It's more digestible, right? You need someone a little more moderate. Meanwhile, the country <laughs> continues to move further to leftism. People ain't gonna be happy when Malay turns the Argentina peso to the dollar and becomes another U.S. satellite puppet state and will yeah, depend almost they're... strictly on the U.S. That's one thing when... Argentina <coughs> hate is depending on others' countries. You're right. When, they, when you change your currency 
to in your country to a currency that's not uh, printed and regulated within your own country, you're at the mercy of outside forces. That's a terrible Better idea. See. And you always make a concession. Leftists make no concessions. And you always making concessions with ec- economic but leftists. They do say if you can't beat them, join them. And this will probably make things a little better. Being but at the mercy Argentina of America was never trying to beat us. No, the gun. No, I don't. Yeah, there. There's a few countries that use our currency as their main currency, and it's ill-advised, especially for a country with a high population. And then. You can see. I mean, like these countries where it's like tourism economy, like little islands here and there, where like the majority of money coming in is American. Sure, but like Argentina is a large country, and most of the people there are not American tourists. Changing their entire economy to American dollars is insane. I I don't. I don't know what sort of, like, Congress or Parliament they have in Argentina. I haven't looked up their government structure, but I'm hoping they'll fight against that because that's very bad. What's going on with the money situation right now? And everybody's like, oh, what happened? My dollar doesn't go as far as it once did. I don't know. Maybe it's just, you know, Treasury in combination with the Federal Reserve uh, in combination with your recklessly spending Congress folk. And it, maybe that got something to do with it. Maybe it's time to try a little liberty. Try not to get so frustrated. He's shout out Argentina. I'm on that note. Shout out to get so Argentina. Shout out Argentina. All right. So there's that. Yeah. The Air- John Cena movie that came out recently called Freelance was Bad. very interesting uh, movie about um, South American country being taken over by operatives to make them join the u.s dollar pretty pretty interesting movie to watch argentina is a very big country like people have been living there for a very long time it's a large it's like a long thin country too it's kind of weird but it's one of the larger populated country like brazil is like the big country in south america brazil is just like insanely huge uh, but that's because language barriers made them the largest country. They were the only region that didn't speak Spanish in South America, and then that's how Brazil was formed. It was a Portuguese settlement, like a large chunk of Portuguese. So, uh, yes. So, tonight, we are about to end this show, and we are going to go over to Patreon, which is a great way to support our streams. Everything you enjoy and that you find amusing and entertaining. And we're going to finish our final installment of ISOM. Could you give everyone kind of a, I don't know, like a synopsis like of ISOM from issue one up until where we read it, Billy? Like if you could sum it up. ISOM quit being a superhero because of some bad shit. We didn't know what that bad shit was, but his auntie's church-going mama's neighbor said her granddaughter was kidnapped by the evil Darren, and he went to Darren's headquarters to get that girl back, but on the way, he was disrespected, so he no longer cared about that girl's well-being. (sighs) He cared about his smudged puma. 
he went after Darren. And in, ep- in the second magazine, Darren got randomly de-escalated from his position. And new people were put in. But they don't even matter. Because now he's fighting some sort of demons that are coming after him. Because that crazy thing that happened he's to him that made him quit being a superhero. Happened at the hands of a demon except... Oh my goodness. Everyone He's going please to hell, boys. Sign up. Ten bucks. We do uh the the post show uh several times per month. Sign up right there. The link is right there. And you're gonna get two other private shows tonight. Or uh, not tonight, but this month. Before the end of the month. Sign up. We would appreciate it. What about goodying, Billy? What uh, people are asking you? What how you feel about goodying? Goodying is a subscription-based service of protection. Subscribe now. Eric July is just trying to corner every facet of his libertarian love affair with this comic book. He's got subscription services. He's got business ownership and farming. Isn't it he weird loves- that goodying is also like a very Germanic-looking man? Like a very like. Blonde haired, blue eyed, looking like Northern European kind of guy. Uh, I, why and is he fixes that? Ev- I don't know. He comes and fixes everything. He's the white savior subscription yeah, service? Yes, yes. That's what I got from it. It could be me, ah. but. Well, yeah. Eric July is very much writing this comic book to see Isom get the respect he finally deserves. We had an amazing night. He's trying. We had an amazing night, everyone. Thank you for helping us get to 45% of the goal. We will see you all tomorrow because we're doubling it up for uh, everyone. Uh, Have a great night. If you're not following us to Patreon, if not, uh, please do so. It helps the show tremendously. We are going there right now. Have a good night. In the beginning, there was nothing, and then there was the Drunken Peasants Podcast. Drunken Peasants, Drunken Peasants, Drunken Peasants, Drunken Peasants. From the strangest corners of the internet, gonna get TP'd by Billy and Ben. You know where you can find them at, get ready cause they're gonna kick your... Drunken peasants, drunken peasants, drunken peasants, drunken peasants. NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit, credit to the people.